Nice going, Mo. This is South Florida's only real sports. Is there anybody out there? Fort Lauderdale, a Beasley Broadcast Group station. No. WQAM.com. Where are you? Yo, yo, let's rate for radio big shot. That's how we pass the time away in the gay old jail of ours. Jump in a taxi cab, I said, driver, Central Park. She looked at me so quizzically, I could tell she was in the dark. So I acted out my park charade, and with my arms the trees I made. Cause nobody speaks English anymore. <laughs> I went down to Miami Beach where the weather is nice and sunny. I walked into a liquor store, but the guy there talks real funny. I asked him for a pint of whole Jim Beam. He says, no, at the end of what does that mean? Nobody speaks English. Anymore. At the corner deli. Hell, I think I'm in Pakistan. Speak English, smelly. Or you can go back to Iran. I came here many years ago. Learned my ABCs. I don't say muchas gracias, I said pretty please. So get yourself to a classroom quick, you're in America now, stop making me sick. Nobody speaks English, come on Those are balls. All right, 902 or 560 WQM. Boy, that sure fits in here, don't it? Yeah. It sure does, just like a rubber glove. Where do we start today? You know, we got so, so many uh, things on the plate. we got a full plate. I'm thinking, by the way, since it's Wednesday... And we do that thing on Wednesday noon to one. We're thinking very seriously of doing it nine to ten. Instead, what? Do you, why, why is that funny? You think that's funny, huh? Yeah, I got something funny for you, Mister. What the hell's funny about that? Don't you think that's a great idea? A spectacular idea. As a matter of fact, why instead of? Because first of all, I don't want to sound like sour grapes, okay? Because we're number one in the book, although we're following a dead hour. I mean, when you got a two-one in there, Mo, that, that's about as close to dead air as you possibly can have. That's even lower than a two-two. That's lower than a two-two. As a matter of fact, what percentage has Mo got in our poll that we took uh, overnight with a phenomenal, a lot of phony votes, but nevertheless a record-breaking number of votes? He's got a two-one, two-point-one percent, last place. But we'll get to that. But since we've had this fantastic Beasley promotion about moving uh, from 10 to 2 to uh, back to 9 to 1 this last year, and the 9 to 10 hour is just a killer, because everybody else has already got the momentum. We just got mo, and they got the momentum. That's the problem. Wouldn't you like to swap and rather have the... In fact, well, I'll tell you what, make you a trade, like in sports. You know, it's a sports station. We'll make you a little baseball deal. We'll swap you mo in exchange for some momentum. And by the way, that doesn't mean Paul Castronova, P.D. Lenny and Fat Boy. It doesn't mean Castronova. You ought to see the way that they're in here this morning putting on the full-court press. He must have naked pictures of them doing it. You know what? Must have. Maybe they figure they can sell that better. Oh, my God. He must have naked pictures of Petey Lenny mounting Fat Boy, leaning over on his walker. Can't you just, can't you just smell that right now? <laughs> I'm trying to purge oh that my, in my head. God. Thanks for that. Because, I mean, we took that poll here a few months ago on the show. Who would you most prefer to hear in the morning? We asked about Mo and Defoe and uh, Bob and Tom and Rick and Sons. And, and we put Castronova on there, and he came in not just last, but so far last. You needed the Mount Palomar telescope to find his name on there. Remember that? Yeah. 
I mean, is he a talent? Does he fit in on this radio station? Is there anything he brings to the table besides recycle old material? No. I'd rather follow Mo any day than that. And Petey Lenny again, who called me not once but twice in Toronto, pimping for Castronova. Oh, yeah, Paulie called me. What's the, what do you think? What do you think? You want to go to bat for him? You want to call? How do you like that? If these guys spend as much time outselling as they do yenting in the marketplace with every other station in town, all their sales department buddies, their general manager buddies, their on-the-air buddies, yentas. Is there a bigger yenta in the world than Petey Lenny? I don't think so. Professional yenta with leather puss. Gets me the wrong food for lunch yesterday. By the way, thanks again to Flores. It was delicious, but not even not even in the same family with what I ordered. I ordered chicken parmesan, and I get a big thing of spaghetti with uh, mushrooms. I mean, it, it's similar, I guess, isn't it? Isn't it fairly similar? They both had pasta. It's Italianish, but it was very good, though. We thank them very much. Our good friends at Flores up on 79th and Biscayne. There's a little free plug for you, thanks. But see, in the food pushers, here comes Fat Boy waddling in here this morning. Not on his walker. He wants brownie points for that. He waddles in on his cane. Oh, let's hear it. Oh. He's not on his walker, not even in his wheelchair. He's on his cane. He's making big improvement. And as he's asking me, how come he didn't ask Troy Stratford to his face when he was sitting here about where his food is for Balance for Life? Maybe he's a scared of Troy. I see, and probably with good reason. Troy will kick his ass. Troy likes going after handicapped people. But at any rate, uh, and as he's asking me about, did you talk to Troy yet about my food? Am I going to get my food? And he's got 16 bags of food there from another one of our sponsors, Bagel High. It was very nice of our friends at Bagel High to feed the morning crew in there this morning. Good thing they didn't tell Mo that it was one of our sponsors. He probably wouldn't have touched the food, you know what? You don't think it might have been a little tainted, do you? Tootie. Like that cupcake the other day. It wasn't for him. He's not touching it. So anyway, we got a little uh, problem here that's 9 to 10 business because it just it's a killer. The audience, And yesterday I asked about that. We only had one call about that because they were all foaming at the mouth about still with places that are out of business. I'm going to tell you, folks, if you keep it up, we're going to be on that list. Oh, remember QAM? Boy, that was a lot of fun, QAM. But, uh, you know, nothing lasts forever. <laughs> We're going to be out of business if this keeps up, if somebody here don't take the bull by the horns. Has anybody seen Muff yet this morning? No. Clarence? No. Anybody other than our sales hold? No, what are we? They must have something special going on. Maybe they're having a meeting about those numbers. I got the hour by hour, the whole breakdown now. And, boy, you talk about having a breakdown. I hope I don't get any more hysterical calls at home about these. Because look at that morning show. Men 25 to 50 for our target demographic in the fall rating book, which is October, November, December of 2002. The Dolphin book, the fall book. They're at 6 o'clock. And by the way, overnight, the uh, Dirty Boys and, and Joe Costello, evidently they diddled with our poll. Maybe we'll get a spy report on that. Because we got 50 million extra votes on the poll, like overnight, and Joe and Mark got most of them. So they obviously were campaigning to get the people to put phony votes on there for them. Although, I will say, Duff Lindsay's Penis Talk Show has got 150 votes, which is uh, number five. Not too bad, considering it hasn't even started yet. I guess the people that were on there diddling with it are looking forward to it with great anticipation. So Joe and Mark were diddling with our poll overnight, but uh, they didn't do much in men. They had like 2.5 oh! to 6 a.m. They had a good hour. That's so, so anybody who would listen to this. Anybody who would complain about having a weak lead-in, that was their only uh, hour to talk about. They had a 5.3 share in that hour. They had 3,000 average person uh, men in the 5 to 6 a.m. hour. So that's a good lead-in. So anybody that would like to blame that on them, I would say, shame on you, okay? Those are boss. Yeah, shame on you. 
And then, of course, at 6 o'clock, here are the three hours for the morning show. At 6 o'clock, a three-point... Oh! At 7 o'clock, a three-point-one. And at 8 o'clock, we're following a 2.1 share. I'll grant you December, the whole station took a hit. But nevertheless, even if you, like, goose that up a little bit, it's uh, uh pretty weak. Really? Pretty weak. Those are boss. Okay. Be in denial. This is the man that was going to reinvent Sports Talk Radio. So all bits from 9 to 10 every morning, is that what you're saying? I Well, let's continue discussing that. I think it's something to think about. I want to air this out right on the air, get right. some ideas from the audience, although they won't respond because they've always got their own agenda. They're going, oh, you remember uh, Johnny and Mac by the railroad track? Yeah. Or, yeah. since it goes over, obviously, swimmingly, the pole building hour, the 9 o'clock pole building hour every morning. That's a joke. What, what does that mean? We, t- uh, we make a list. No. Like with the sponsors. That's no. a joke, obviously. No. That's, I mean, like Castanova in the morning, that's a joke, too? Obviously. Seriously, what's wrong with these guys? These are supposed to be people that know a little bit about the business. They're out there selling. Our livelihood depends on them, and they're touting Castronova. I guarantee you, seriously, I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt, he's got pictures of Petey Lenny mounting Fat Boy in the hallway. I'm, I'm positive of it. And as a result, would you want those being passed around? No way, Jose. On either end. So, I mean, that must be the reason that he's got them pimping for him in this place, because this morning they went another, a last gasp attempt. In addition to which, that's kind of like stabbing Mo in the back, isn't it? When you're supposed to be out there selling his show, and you're in here like pitching me. I'm not getting involved. I'm here doing 9 to 1, which I'm not too happy about that. We 10 to 2 worked magnificent, and they screwed that up. So Greg screwed up two day parts at the same time. Not just one, he screwed up two in a fit of pique. Going after Defoe and Joe and even little Geldy there, even after little wimpy, whiny Geldy. What am I going to do? Ten past nine at 560. WQM, if your back isn't feeling good, I'll tell you what you ought to do, and that's call our good paisans at dial mattress That's right, because they'll make you an offer you can't refuse. They will deliver right to your door and set up for you a great brand new name brand mattress, an unbeatable everyday low price, the top brands in the world without you even leaving the house. And they'll be there like in a, in a flash. They can even be there the same day you call them at 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. They carry the best, like I said, Sealy, Serta, Simmons and King Coil in every size, every style. No bait and swish. Exactly the mattress you want to be sleeping on is in stock, ready for practically immediate delivery. And, of course, they've got a 99% on-time record, which they're mighty proud of, which is why they're ranked first, along with 100,000 other reasons, in overall customer satisfaction. So if you want to waste a lot of time and money going to your bedding and department stores, be my guest. Help to pay for somebody's gigantic overhead. But if you want to do it smart, just make that one easy call. Talk to some bedding experts who really know their crap. And as far as delivery, like I said, they'll be there when you want. Any day of the week, any two-hour window that you pick when you're going to be there, when it's convenient for you. So if the old mattress has had it, you want to get a great night's sleep and feel a lot better every night of your life, make that easy call right now. They could be there still today. 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Be sure and tell them that fat boy told you to call. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. With the sewer. Of this place. You love Shakira's top ten hit underneath your clothes. Underneath your clothes, that's that's and now you'll love her new album. Shakira sings other people's hits. She already made music.
music history by recording her first English language album. And now she's taking her art form to the next level by re-recording songs that were already hits in English. Only this time they're in English again. Shakira sings other people's hits. Shakira sings other people's hits. If you really, really like Shakira's CD, Laundry Service, then you'll really, really, really like her new CD. Shakira sings other people's hits. No tenemos en español en estos momentos. I love that. To think that that damn nearly fell through the cracks is uh, shocking. You know what? That's one of the all-time great bits. 916 at 560 WQM. So Duff was just in. He's very pleased to see how well his uh, new ta uh, show Penis Talk is doing. Not even on the air yet. And it got 150 votes on the poll. We asked yesterday, other than Neil and George, which QAM personality do you listen to most? A ra I do believe Eric can uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's a record, even though we know that tons of them are bogus and inspired by Joe and Mark and the penis talk. But we don't care. See, when we look at the total number of votes, we say, wow, look at all the votes we got. We, we don't care. 1,886 on a weekday poll, no less. Jim Mandage, 538. The Mad Dog, right. far and away the winner. I mean, it's not even a contest, 28.5%. I still only listen to Neil show, damn it, 355, 18.8%. .8%, but when you take away the cranks, it's still about 25, 26% exclusive audience. Uh, Joe and Mark, 214, which is highly suspect at best. Do you know what I'm saying? In fact, yeah. 214, isn't that more people than they had average quarter hour? In fact, be wait a minute. Between, <laughs> you're going to find this very amusing. Between 1 and 5 a.m., I have it right in front of me. You see it right here in my hand in the numbers, too. Average person's men, 25-54, 300. So the fact that they got 214 votes, <laughs> at least it's almost unanimous. <laughs> Let's hear it for Joe and Mark. Hank Goldberg, 188. See, I don't believe that uh, that's true. I think the Humber's got a lot more of our people listening. First of all, who the hell's up at 2 to 6 in the morning anyway? Nobody. Maybe some of your people, degenerates. Duff Lindsay's penis talk show, 150. Oh! How do you like that? You call that a penis? Orlando Alzagheri had 126 votes. The Crow, the very popular and very uh, odiferous Crow, had 82. Joe Rose, who was a late addition, and we apologize to Joe. He probably would have done better a little longer if he would have been on there right away, you think? Or not? Uh, Joe Rose had 78. Eddie Kay, Ed Kaplan, 60. Kim Bocamper, 54. And in last place, which I find shocking, but nevertheless, that 2.1, that number just seems to be, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just stuck to him. Maybe it's under that hairpiece. Instead of what we thought was the 666, maybe there's like a 2-1 under there. I'm getting pounded. 40 votes. A 2.1% 2, 2 out of 1,893 votes. Not an overwhelming uh, endorsement for the morning mayor. So what can I tell you? Look at that, 2.1. Okay, before we get back into this business about the 9 to 10 hour and about the comedy bits and all these other things, Weston asked, Ouster of Oliphant seeks uh, appearance. That's going to be our poll today. Let me give you the poll. Although, you know, we really ought to leave that up for just a couple of moments to get up to 1,900 votes, don't you think? 1,893. Well, then. We'll leave, we'll leave that poll up there momentarily so we can get up to 1,900 votes. Put it in the record books, Eric. Oh! Even though I would say probably, like, do you think 10 or 20 of them are real? I mean, man, that's just a phenomenal turnout, considering nobody's supposed to be listening. By the way, Castronova, if we wouldn't have gotten screwed in December, and this is not an excuse, we would have beat him head-to-head -head in that 9 to 10 hour. Now, stop and think of this. They're on a 100,000-watt Class C FM. They got three hours of their own lead-in on there, if you follow what I'm saying. In other words, they got right. the momentum. We got Mo. They got the momentum. 
and it was like five three to four seven. And we give you the honest number. I mean, you know, they beat us. Even though Howard Sperm beat the crap out of both of us nine to ten, and of course he always will. But nevertheless. So if we wouldn't have had that bogus December where allegedly, see, we still, Duff and I both agree that it was the ethnic weighting. A lot of times you'll see that in the third month of the book, because what Arbitron does is that when the sample is too small in certain demographics, in the third month of the book, they weight it, they, and all of a sudden you get more Hispanics and more blacks and more this, and therefore, you know. And now the Hispanics, by the way, have outnumbered the Spartans. Oh! You're number one. But that's, that's an old story. What do you mean by that? Why are they bringing that back up? Because you're Catholic and you reproduce like rabbits. Look at you, you even have one you didn't want. You had one you didn't want just to show you, because subliminally, I see. the Pope planted that seed in your mind back when you were young and impressionable about, uh, you know, going forth and whatever you're point? doing, having unwanted babies. Here's the poll today. What's your take on Broward election supervisor Miriam Oliphant? Four choices. She's totally incompetent and should be fired. She's doing a good job. She's the victim of a racist campaign. Or who is Miriam Oliphant? Those are the four choices on our poll today. I'm sure it won't get as many votes as the one we had yesterday. Although you never know. 1899. The next vote, whoever casts the next vote on neilrogers.com will set history, folks. Oh! Will be the 1900th vote. In fact, if we left it on there long enough, we could milk it until 2000, but we don't want to do that. We can't afford to stop our momentum following that 2.1 share. Huh? Well, I bet you, you notice the color of his hair. I, I walked by and they were having like one of their break uh, little meetings in a control room. On one of their commercial breaks. And Gildy was up against the window. Hey, what am I going to do? Doing that. And uh, Mo was sitting in the chair with a look, an ashen look on his puss. And I noticed the color of the chameleon hairpiece today was turned like a puce. Kind of like puce green. Did you notice that? It's uh, kind of greenish. So I'm thinking that maybe he saw that number two. Point one. Wow. That's a weak hour, you know. That's really weak. What are we going to do about that? Because he's got two more years to go, him and Gildy. They're not going anywhere. And we're not going to campaign. We don't play that game on this show. We don't sneak around behind the scenes trying to get other people canned. You know what I'm saying? We don't play those games trying to mess with people's livelihoods and their lives. You know what I mean, George? I guess we do. You and I. Not Carlos yet because he's still small potatoes. Let's plant the seed in somebody's mind, huh? How about getting Carlos fired? What do you say, huh? I'm getting pounded. So here's that poll again today. What's your? Hey, listen, if you think I'm whipped up into a frenzy, you're right. Because I'm watching Greg Reed dismantling this place, just, just picking apart the pieces. We've seen it happen before, and we're watching it again. And I also see that WRFX, Fox Sports, is starting to like, I, they got like ones and twos now, where before they had fractions, they're starting to make a little bit of a move. And you want to know why? Number one, I mean, we supposedly got billboards coming up in this place one of these days soon. Allegedly, we'll believe it when we see it, yeah. No promotion. They switch around the whole damn times. They move up, put Mandich in there. They put Mia instead of 10 to 2, 9 to 1. They got Mo. They bring in uh, for what reason we don't know. And, uh, nothing. Do you know what he's had since he's been here? He had that one little ad the first day in the newspaper. Remember that? Right. Little ad. Quarter page. And the same thing. We had a quarter page about Neil Rogers 9 to 1. And that's it. That's the end of it in a year. See, the people who run this place, they're fat and lazy and sassy, and they think they can just sit back and just... What? Sassy. Yeah, they're sassy, lassie. Underline the ass part. And they think they can just sit back and uh, well, just continue churning it out, churning it out, pumping the money machine, you know. Meanwhile, Power 96, they're giving away $50,000 a minute to try to get people to listen to that crap, and it works. And they're on every freaking bus. Yeah, they're on every bus. they got ads up the ass. they got TV. they got billboards. Everywhere you look, you got Power 96 in your toilet, okay? Which is where most of their music ought to be. Oh, sorry, kid. We like you, but your music sucks. And uh, and uh, Kiss? 
I don't know, Kiss, uh, who the hell knows what that's all about. The country music Kiss. They got a kiss. They got a kiss in this book, all right. They had more nose pickers. In fact, I, they must have dropped all the diaries in the trailer parks. That must have been that one of That would explain some things. They might, what they did is they probably just dropped one of those, uh, what do they call it? Like they, one of those blimps like at the hockey games, you know, where they dropped <laughs> the little, uh, yeah. The leaflets? The little leaflets out. And they dropped all the diaries in the trailer parks. Here you go. Y'all come back now here. Kiss it. Kiss it. And that's what no. Bubba always says. Kiss it. We got a good Bubba story later if we have time. Hillary says he needs sex therapy. Why? He's which not is doing what it I thought right. he was, that's what he was trying to get from that ice bitch. Oh, and if you want to get your uh, Lieberman Yarmulke, it's only twelve ninety five. Did you see this website? This is a great website. It's I want one, but I don't want to pay for it. You might. Well, here's the picture right here. The JoeBeanie.com website. Maybe they'll even send us one just in exchange for us giving them a plug. The first ever presidential Yarmulke is here. Use your head to get the word spread. Order the original campaign kippah today. And there's a picture of this goofball who started this, this Joe Beanie guy, and he's wearing the, and it says on there, it's a white embroidered uh, yarmulke, and it says, there's just Lieberman 2004 president. It makes the four, you see, that's kind of cute. That 2004 president. But there's only the one style, right? Oi! So far. You can't get any in, like, gold. There might be two. There might be one milk and one flasher. I'm not really sure. Propeller anyway, time. can we get back to our poll, please? This is very important stuff, because Weston is pissed off and fired up. Weston City Commissioners on Tuesday, and this, of course, was simultaneous with the fiery meeting they had in uh, uh, the Broward County Commission. Do you see any of the clips on that? No. And now she wants more money. Oh, yeah, she wants uh, $3 million more. <laughs> what? Weston City Commissioners on Tuesday said they have no confidence in the county supervisor of elections to run the March municipal election. The commission passed a resolution asking Governor Bush, the gutless Governor Jeb Bush, to remove Miriam Elephant from office. Bush has said he will not remove her unless prosecutors find wrongdoing. Commissioners said they will ask Elephant to appear before them February 3rd to discuss the election. On March the 11th, Weston voters will decide on two city commission seats. They'll also decide three ballot issues, including whether the mayor and commissioner should get salary increases. Commissioners Dan Sturmer, 40, a lawyer, and Ed Jacobson, 73, retired lawyer, have seats that expire in March. The city has offered to hire 15 poll workers to Well, to make a long story short, they want to meet with her and put her feet to the fire which is one of many, many reasons, since this has turned into another racial issue in this town, which everything in America now is a racial issue, as opposed to people who get jobs based on merit, people who continue having jobs based on merit, things like that based on their ability to perform. Everything has to be a racial issue. So what's your take on Broward Election Supervisor Miriam Elephant as our poll today? She's totally incompetent and should be fired. She's doing a good job. You know, he took the poll off before I had a Did we get to 1900th one? I'm sure we did. I'm sure. You know, talk about a little bit too quick on a trigger finger there, Eric. What, what is he on uh, doggy uppers or something? He must have gotten a batch of the same acid that Dick Feinberg was doing at Pompano Park last week when he was telling me about how bad the drivers at Woodbine are. Who are you kidding, Dick? She's totally incompetent and should be fired. She's doing a good job. She's the victim of a racist campaign. Or who's Miriam Elephant? That's what um, Miguel just said when he came in. Who the hell is that? He hasn't got a clue who that is. Probably because he lives in Dade County. Now, David Leahy in Dade County, he resigned. He did the right thing because he was incompetent. And finally, after all these years, he said, guess what? I'm a bozo. I can't get it done right. Bye-bye. You know, of course, he's a white guy. 26 after 9 at 560 WQAM. You know something? What? It's a good thing I just thought about that because today is Wednesday, isn't it? Yes, it is. And I'm thinking that uh, Todd Dreck, who we never see anymore, I don't think he got me any uh, the right copy for Fast Train because that seminar was last night. Those seminars at Fast Train? 
Yes. And I think I may have Schmidt canned the other copy because of the fact that uh, this new stuff came in, which is now outdated. He, th this is a man who refuses to service what he sells. I want the people at Fast Train to understand that the guy that's handling your account is the most incompetent bozo that ever came down to Pike. He, he, not that he won't do it, he just refuses to do it. Okay, not that he can't, he just won't. So, what can I tell you? So I guess we'll just improvise, okay? Or move it. Now, we, what do you mean move it? We don't have room to move it. All the spots we'll we got here today, we can't swap it out. When in doubt, swap it out. Are you crazy? You know what the water Nazi would do about that? Don't mess with my log. And she don't say mess either. Don't F with her log, okay? So, don't, you know, somebody that's on as thin ice as you are, and you want to start moving spots around, you must be nuts. And I picked a bad day to quit sniffing glue. I guess. Anyway, the new year in full swing, now is the time to act on a new high-paying career. And Fast Train is the place to get all the training you're looking for. You'll find them in Miami, in Kendall, Fort Lauderdale, and Pembroke Pines. And don't forget, they had that free seminar last night. We hope you were there. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN and make 2003 the, the, the year that you're in a high-paying computer job. If you're overworked, underpaid, or in a really crappy job going nowhere... Well, here's the answer for it. It could be the most important decision you ever make to call Fast Train. They can have you certified and ready for your dream job in just four short months. Call them at this toll-free number, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They've got convenient day, evening, and weekend classes. And, of course, pretty soon you can be a trained computer expert just like Carlos. Look at the big bucks he's making in there because of the fact that he knows his crap inside and out. Call Fast Train or check him out on the web at FastTrain.com, and you can be on your way to a brand-new high-paying computer career in no time at all. Fast Train, South Florida's leader in computer training, who remind you that Todd Dreck, well, he's an asshole. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Remind you that Todd Dreck, well, he's an asshole. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Hang you in the butt, honey. It's the most outrageous video ever because it features real girls. And not just any real girls, but real girls on video going... Oh, yeah. Just the way you love them. Real girls on video going... All kinds of real girls on video going... All across America. Real girls on video going... Features real girls, and each copy of Real Girls on Video Going features a group of loser drunk guys going. That's right, you get Real Girls on Video Going and loser drunk guys going. And hey, act now, and you'll receive at half price Real Girls on Video Going. That's Real Girls on Video Going. And the bonus tape, real girls on video going, and the drunk loser guys going. But wait, order now, and Frigga Video will throw in real girls on video going, and that's real girls on video going, real girls on video going, and real girls on video going, and. And all complete with loser drunk guys going yeah! harder now. Nine thirty three at five sixty WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. So getting back to this uh, nine to ten hour and the uh, noon to one hour, et cetera. Maybe every day I think you might have put your thumb on it. You know what? Jorge. Yeah, might have actually have discovered the nine to ten just comedy bits uh, every morning. Which, and, and that's not like a throwaway. I mean, it's not like saying, well, like, like the station is doing Sunday night. I'm embarrassed for us for that, you know? That would have been a perfect time to debut, uh, Duff's new show, Penis Talk. And instead of that, we got ESPN Radio. That would be a good poll to take sometime. What would you rather hear? ESPN Radio, Penis Talk, or Dead Air? 
because I don't see an awful lot of difference between the first and latter of those. But because we're forfeiting the sports audience to the Super Bowl, which unfortunately we don't have the rights to this year, so we just, uh, 6 p.m. on Sunday, we're turning the switch. And we open up that pod on ESPN Radio, which they'll be hawking about the Super Bowl, but anybody who really cares about it starting Saturday will be doing that 500 hours of pregame festivities and analyzation and yada, 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 and Warren Sapp said this and Warren Sapp cut that and whatever else, you know. Aren't you a little bit tired of him already? Who? That's Sapp. I mean, he can be mildly amusing in very, very small doses. But the fact that he weighs 600 pounds, I look at him and, quite frankly, don't see an athlete. Oh, and speaking of that, bad news, Marty Havlat hurt his elbow the other night in the, that game against, who was it, Tampa? It looked like he ain't going to be playing tonight for Ottawa. So I am trying to pull some strings, make sure that he sits right behind me if he's going to be in the stands. What, what are you laughing about? I talked to the rim man. I said, in exchange for getting him the free meals at Pizza Loft, he's got to pull some strings with Steve Dangerfield over there and see that Marty Havlat sits right behind me in civvies. Worry nothing if he wants, right behind at the game tonight. Ottawa Senators and the best team in the league and your Florida Panthers tonight, 730 at the Macarena. Going to be there? What, what do you mean, no? What does that mean, no? No. No? He doesn't have any tickets, he says. I'll be there. I got tickets, and you're not getting them. Last night on Wolf Blitzkrieg on CNN, before we get back to this other very important stuff, which is much more important than almost anything in the world except that we're going to blow the world up. So they took a poll on Wolf Blitzkrieg. Now, there are some people, especially the assholes that watch Fox News, the right-wingers out there, who think that everybody else in the world is commie, pink, or liberal. I hardly consider CNN to be liberal. If any of the three talking head networks would be considered to be liberal, it would be MSNBC, because they got Donahue on there and Jerry Nachman, who's uh, you know just fat, and uh, whatever. But CNN is about as much down the middle as you can get. They take the poll, and here's exactly what it is. Whose views are most like yours when it comes to the Iraqi crisis, President Bush or Senator Ted Kennedy? I checked it before the show this morning. There were 7,868 votes. 5,935 said Ted Kennedy. That's 75%. Only 1,933 said President Bush, 25%. So it's not just in Britain that the polls are turning really negatory toward this whole uh, salivating at the mouth. You know, this rerun of the old movie that he's getting tired, he don't want to see the movie again. Let's go in there and start kicking ass, that stuff. And the Germans and the French who also are saying, uh-uh, not so fast, but it's uh, the American people. And all those thousands and thousands and thousands of demonstrators that if you watch C-SPAN, we saw them out there over the weekend. But if you watch the network news, you saw them for about a half a second. All those people are getting a little bit uh, nervous, too. In addition to which, the people that really know their crap about terrorism are saying, Oh, all you got to do is start dropping one bomb over there, and that'll be the instant excuse for crap like you know. So how many American lives are we willing to sacrifice, not just in terms of our troops, but in terms of the kind of horror that we would unleash right here? That, that's a question you ought to be asking yourself. Also, on the news last night here, they were hyperventilating about Palm Beach. They had the cameras up there, and here's this house in Palm Beach. And I never, quite frankly, really heard much more about it. Did you? Nope. Did you see the story? Nope. About they were investigating this house, and it was terrorist-related? Well, here's the story from the Palm Beach Post, of course. Green Acres. Oh, this is written by Scott McCabe and Elliot Kleinberg. How are you doing, Elliot? How come I don't see the Kleinbergs at the hockey games anymore, Howard? That's Howard Kleinberg, I'm asking not. FBI agents last night searched the former home of a Saudi family who a neighbor said had enrolled an adult son in a nearby flight training school and had left in a hurry two days before the 9-11 terrorist attacks. You following that? Neighbors and state records identified the head of the family as Mohammed Al-Masri, 57. According to state records, others who lived at the house in the upscale neighborhood near Jog Road and Forest Hill Boulevard were Madawi Al-Masri, 26, Turkima Al-Masri, 22, and Araf I. Arif, 47, another Turkey. 
Neighbor said Al-Masri lived in a home with his wife, a son and daughter in the late teens, early 20s, a younger son and daughter. Several agents, some of them in white biohazard suits, arrived yesterday afternoon at the home at 1606 Doral Drive in Fairway Isles, a gated community, neighbor said. Into the night, agents went in and out of the home carrying plastic and paper bags and dug up parts of the front yard. Neighbors said they saw the agents carrying what appeared to be metal detectors. A large pickup hauling a large metal trailer was backed up to the front door. Miami FBI spokeswoman Judy Orwella said last night that the agents were looking on a search warrant. She wouldn't say what they were looking for or might have found or whether there was any link to the ongoing national terrorism investigations. At least 12 of the 19 terrorists who hijacked the Jets 911 addresses showing they once lived in Palm Beach County. Lisa Dickerson said she watched Mohammed al-Masri hustle his family into their car on September 9, 2001. She said that a few days after the attacks, when the news reports began focusing on possible connections between the terrorists and nearby Lantana Airport, she called a special national FBI hotline. It was just the way he put them in, Dickerson said. It happened so fast. He just jammed them all into the car and they hauled ass. Neighbors milled last night behind the yellow crime scene tape that stretched in front of the home and across the rail drive to the front yard of Rodley Lamarca. Lamarca said Almasri told him he was an engineer. Lamarca said the FBI had searched the home about two weeks ago. He didn't know whether they had been the agency's first visit. Now they're back like gangbusters, Lamarca said. They must have found something. Lamarca said Homeowner Association President Dave Remsen told him FBI agents had said they removed a computer and disks. Remsen told FBI agents said the family packed up so quickly that food was left on the table. Now, keep in mind, this was September 9th, two days before the attacks. You following that? They left so fast that food was left on the table. Reminds me of that melted ice cream that uh, was left behind on the crime scene. What crime scene was that? Oh, jeez. Was it Haagen-Dazs? Was it Ben & Jerry's or was it Haagen-Dazs? I think it was Haagen-Dazs. I'm not really sure. I think it was Haagen-Dazs. Well... Because Hagen does melts faster, and that was really important. That was a very important thing. That's what that little uh, Barry Dreck said. Ever see him and Todd Dreck together? Same person, bad haircut. Martha Ruth Dickerson's mother said she was told a couple's son, Turkey, 22, was attending one of three flight schools at the near land by Lantana Airport. <laughs> he was just learning to take off, like Clark Kent last night. Hey, by the way, nice Smallville last night. Excellent. That may have been the best episode ever. Right? Sure. They got rid of that mushy crap, yeah. you know, Lana this and Whitney. I mean, you know, they're never going to do it anyway. We're getting tired of all the big T's there. But well, last night was some, some heavy-duty stuff as Lex Luthor turns to the dark side. All right. Yeah, the dark side. Oh, we can't say that anymore? And, uh, of course, now, you notice how hostile John Schneider is? You want to know why that is? Because he keeps looking in the mirror and he remembers how good he looked on Dukes of Hazard and how crappy he looks now. He's getting old. Yeah, he's not too happy about it. He did look good on that show. I don't care what anybody says, boy. He may have been a crappy singer, which he was. He may not have been much of an actor, but he sure looked good. John Schneider. Now he looks like a craggy old fart, and, of course, then he's got to look, and there's there's uh, Tom Welling. You know, nobody wants to see uh, John Schneider anymore. They're all looking at Tom Welling's big 14-size feet. So last night he started to fly. In fact, Freaky Carlos out front this morning said he could relate to it. So anyway, that's the latest on what's happening up there in Palm Beach, as it looks real suspicious to all of us, you know? There are no coincidences anymore in the world. Wouldn't you agree? No. 19 till 10 at 560 WQAM. On you guys out there, it's no coincidence that your hair is falling out in clumps because male pattern baldness is one of God's great gift to men. That's right. Just a little trick he plays on you because he's a sadistic prick is what basically it boils down to. And so when you look in the mirror and you say, where the hell has my hair gone to? Here's the answer. Charles Alfieri can make you look better and younger than you ever thought you could again.
because he's got that natural hairline system. For over 25 years, working with the famous, the not-so-famous, the rich, the schleppers, and everybody in between, Charlie's been making guys look better, like I said, and younger than they ever dreamed they possibly could again. So if you want to look beautiful, lovely, or at least like better than you were before, maybe even like not-so-hot, but maybe lukewarm, here's the answer for it. Call toll-free 1-800-321-2413. 1-800-321-2413. Mention the Rogers, you get 200 bucks off this guy off the regular price, and don't forget, you get a full 30-day guarantee, money back. If you're not ecstatic after 30 days with the way you look and feel, with the way you smell, if you're not getting laid at least 5, 10, 15 times a day, no problem, Charlie, give you your money back. So like I always tell you, the only thing you have to lose is that shiny, ugly, grotesque, aging, bald spot. Say goodbye to it at the Charles Alfieri Studios. 1-800-321-2413, or you can check all of this out on their website, if you like, at charlesalfieri.com. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours. QAM. I don't have a penis. I've never had one, I swear. Uh, Mr. Howard, all of us here at Westwood One have reached a unanimous decision. Oh, to give me a raise? No. Uh, to put up a statue or a plaque? Uh, not exactly. You see, we want you to leave, to go far away and never come back. How dare you? You know who I am? Why, I'm Mo Howard and yes, That's why we prefer you never darken our doorway again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but those bastards. Why, I'd sell my soul to exact revenge. Yeah, it'll be a cold day in... Hellendale. Who the hell are you? Consider me a friend who has come to fulfill your needs. Yeah, right. I will make you a powerful radio star in paradise. I have very dear, high-level Republican friends in certain religious organizations that can make it all possible. Okay, what's the catch? All I ask for in return is something you never use anyway. Your soul. That's it? Yes. Where do I sign, pal? <laughs> sign right here. What a room. Welcome back to another installment of the Mohammed and David Show, everybody in paradise. Ain't it funny when we do it? Now that's humor. Yeah. That, 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 that. How about the Panthers? We don't talk about soccer on this show. Understood? Yes, my dominant master. Don't. I ain't gonna smack you. I'm in a good mood today. How come? Well, you haven't heard about that there faggot doing? Getting in all that hot water over the comedy bitches and playing? And you, Prince of Darkness, and Shatter the Hello, Mo. Uh, oh, it's you. Hey, what do you know? What do you say, Prince of Darkness? I've come to collect my part of the bargain. Sure, go ahead. So, like I was saying, it. Hey, what are you doing? You never told me. It's all part of the bargain, Mo. I brought some friends of mine along to join us. Oh, the Green Bay Punch Packers. Look, Cable, and rate me. Twelve minutes before ten at five sixty WQM. Let's take a look at that schedule today. We got Jim Maddich at one. Just a nice, pristine schedule until the Panther game. Mad Dog at one. Hank is out at the Super Bowl from San Diego at three. And then you got the Shitko Panther people with seven. Panthers and the Ottawa Senators, hottest team in the league, maybe 7.30 at the Macarena. We'll all be there. 
Eddie K. from the Bahamas attend Eddie K. from GA in the Bahamas where we'll be plunging his brains out and Joe and Mark overnight, who really dicked with our pool big time last night. Can you believe that? Yes. Why is yeah, it that sure, why everybody not? who goes on the air, does one show, develop such a big ego in his business? That's a curse. Everybody who goes on, just the first day, oh, I'm a talk show host, you know, and right away they got this gigantic ego, and they want to start puffing up uh, their ego with all these inflated, nonsensical things like that, the getting on our pool and goosing up all those phony votes. I looked at it last night in the pool, too. I looked at my pool, and I kind of cried a little bit, just like when John Schneider looked in the mirror. Oh, and speaking of that, here's a fax from Nadine who says, you'll have to fight me for Tom, a.k.a. Clark, Tom Allen Clark Kent. He's cute, and so are you, says Nadine. You're a great personality. Yes, I am a great personality. As far as cute, well, get some glasses, sweetheart. Hundred votes on today's poll already. I don't think we're going to do no nineteen hundred on this poll, do you? No, no. Not this They're one. not nearly as highly motivated <laughs> because is this nearly as important as? No, no way. It's just an election thing, right? Well, plus of course a big part of our audience doesn't live in Broward County. Some of our people yeah. actually live in Dade County still. Oh my God! I know it's kind of frightening to think about it. Hundred and six votes. What's your take on Broward election supervisor Miriam Oliphant? She's totally incompetent and should be fired. Seventy-seven. Who's Miriam L. Oliphant, 19? She's the victim of a racist campaign, 6, and she's doing a good job, 4. Not exactly what you'd call an overwhelming voter support yet for Miriam Elephant, I don't think. Don't you think she's victim of a incompetent, uh, yeah. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line as we debate the future of these Wednesdays. Actually, debate the future of the 9 to 10 hour. See, because 9 to 10, let's be honest about it, they just put us on here to goose up the morning show. Right. And they even were though we're go about that. goosing it up a little bit, it just it doesn't really make that much of a difference, especially when you're following a 2.1 share in men in the eight o'clock hour. So what they've done is they've harmed us. Not that we won't still take the bonus money, but it's just I don't know. And not that we don't like the schedule, which we like a lot. But is it good radio? No. Does it make sense? No. Does it work for the audience? No. I don't think so. And so I still think at least on Wednesday we ought to try it next week. What do you think? All right. Nine to ten. I mean, it's, what difference does it make? We're still doing a one-hour comedy stuff, but instead of doing it like noon to one, which we've been doing now for months, we'll just do it nine to ten. And maybe that'll give people a more immediate reason to tune over at nine, number one, and number two, uh, that, then when we start at ten. See, the problem now, because obviously, and the numbers prove what I've been saying all along, didn't I say this the first week that we did nine to one? Remember, I was crying like a child, like Gildy is now? Right. I was whining because of the fact that you could see. People are creatures of habit. People listen to morning shows from 6 to 10. I've been on midday for, what, about 70, 80 years now? 10 to 2? And so when people are tuning over to us from wherever they've been listening before, whether it's Howard Sperm or the handful of people listening to your friend Paul and Ron, uh, or whatever else, the national uh, public radio, whatever, they tune in and the show is in midstream. They don't know what the hell we're talking about. The pool is already a done deal. It's already on there, uh, farting away. And so they, it makes it very difficult. And one thing you don't want to do for your audience is make it hard, okay? Although I've seen some of them, not too many. Very, very few. And that's what we're doing. We've shot ourselves in the foot. That's what you did, Greg. You shot us in the foot. Shame on you. And even though we'll be delighted to continue taking the money... The big, big bucks on this side of the window and the really measly bucks on the other side of the window. Well, look, it, it kind of evens out, you know. It's the way it is. If you guys are making a lot of money, I'd be making a little bit less. And I can't afford to be making less because Rimmer introduced me to Mitch Hirsch. Yeah. 
You know, I'll tell you, I must be a really nice guy because the guy that does that to me and I turn around and get him free meals at the pizza lot for the rest of his life, I must have a good sense of humor, you know? You're an old softy. I am. I mean, when people are whining to me about, you know, well, what am I going to do? And I'm like, uh, I'm humoring their uh, hysteria. Yeah. No. No? No. I'm I just, why am I listening to them? People who participate in an ongoing effort to try to d destroy you and me in this show? I'm, ta I'm not talking about something, uh, a fantasy. I'm talking about something really sinister and nasty and unacceptable, the likes of which I ain't never seen. You hate? I ain't never seen it until uh, here recently in this past year. 124 votes on there, and 90 people say she's incompetent, ought to be fired, and I say they are. Absolutely correct. Is what I say. Well, sorry, Bird Tender, I chopped him right there at the ankles. Which is what we should have done to Greg when he started messing with his schedule. That's what if I had a real agent would have done. That's what Norma Kent should have done. Oh, that's right, I forgot. He's uh, just got off the air a little while ago. FTL still doesn't show up, I should point out to you, uh, Norm. Still doesn't show up, your big hotshot. Do you know that he was talking the other day in about that eight to nine hour that he does on FTL? When I had the opportunity to see him. Eight to nine, like, like somebody cares. Even the highly touted Bill O'Reilly from Fox Fascist Network News. Does he show up? No. 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 One lard ass is enough, okay? So they thought that they put him on there in the light bulb, and, oh, those right-wingers will turn off Limbaugh, and they'll go, no, no, they want the real thing. They want the real blowhard. They don't want some self-aggrandizing, pompous ass. Like I said, they already got one of those. And now that Russia's got his hearing back, huh, forget what? about it. Well, they they thought that all the vultures were, like, uh, moving in, Remember when he had that hearing oh, yeah. problem last year or the year before? And he was losing his hearing and thought he was losing his mind and going to go off the air. And they had the operation. He got his hearing back. And he's back to doing his thing again. So Bill O'Reilly in this market went over like a pregnant pull of water on a hot July day. Bad. Kind of like our morning show is going over. We can talk about that. Here's North Miami. Hello. Hey, what's up, Neil? How you doing? All right. You know, I'm not a racist or anything like that, but, you know, I really hate the fact that Black people down here are quick to pull out the racist card. You know what I mean? Right. I think they take it from the Johnny Cochran school of race cards. Yeah. Because, I mean, in the Martin Luther King parade, you know, they didn't want the mayor of Broward there because she wanted Oliphant out. Right. And basically the whole day they were just saying, oh, you don't want her there because she's black. You know, ah, ah. And it's not about that. It's about just just look at the facts. Yeah. She's been screwing up our election. Right. You know? And, I and back, like, in, back in the primary, and then again in November, Broward County was the laughing stock, not just of Florida, but of the whole country. Remember how many days it took for them to count the primary votes with Reno and uh, Bill McBride? Yeah, exactly. I think they're still counting them. And I was watching Channel 2425, one of those government channels. Yeah. And the commissioner kept asking, you know, what happened to all the money that we already gave to you? Yeah. And she was just like, blah, 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 blah. Exactly. That's exactly what she said. I seen it last night. And, of course, now she wants another three and a half million. Yeah. Oh, you know, and they my, said, well, we don't think so. My staff is preparing a report for you, man. She has no idea <laughs> right. where the money is She's at. working on it. So I just say just fire her ass. Thank you, sir. All right. Have a good day. God bless America and all the ships at sea. See, there you go. There's a dark-complected guy. He knows what side it's on. He's not playing. See, when you look at things based on whether you're black or you're white or you're gay or you're bi or you're this or you're Hispanic, uh, that's just stupid. What that says is you don't have a mind of your own. You can't think. You can't think for yourself. You're a herd animal. You're, exactly. You're a lemming. You're like those flamingos at the track who all stick their heads in their ass. Yeah, that's right. They stick that's their heads right. in each other's ass, just like Petey Lenny was doing with Fat Boy in the hallway there, and Castronova's got the pictures. 
what a horrendous, grotesque thought that is. And uh, luckily, I spaced enough time between breakfast and lunch now. See, I didn't do it too close to lunchtime, because that would have been really bad to be talking about Petey Lenny humping fat boy in a hallway out there, real close to lunch. I know, you're getting very nauseous again, but... I really, it's gotta be that. Why else? They, they gotta know that we don't want him on this station. Castronova? I mean, he's, talk about small potatoes. Remember those little potatoes we're always asking what the hell those are? Those little, uh, right, he, yeah. he's not even that size, Castronova. He doesn't even amount to, he isn't, doesn't amount to, as Craig Worthing would say, a pee hole in the snow. So what are they talking about? 957 at 560 WQM. I'll tell you a place if you're on the Atkins diet or any other low carbohydrate or low uh, sugar diet. And that's the that's the West Boca. A lot of people get frustrated because one thing I can tell you about Atkins from personal experience is it's pretty limited. It's pretty boring. If you're just going to have meat and cheese and seafood, it sounds great at first. But, man, you've got to have some other stuff there to give you the variety to keep you on a uh, straight and narrow path. That's why Delights went into business in the first place, to create an entire store that's specifically devoted to you and all your dietary needs. They've got over 600 delicious low-carb food products in stock. And all this week, try their new Enchantment Low-Carb Cookies. In six delicious flavors, only one or two carbs per cookie, you'll be in snack heaven. So whether it's Carbolite ice cream, breads, chips, muffins, cheesecakes, pasta, sauces, Delights West Boca is a place you're going to love to shop. And don't forget, you can try it before you buy it, always at Delights. They have a staff who knows their stuff inside and out. They even know P.D. Lenny. They'll tell you stories. They're open seven days a week from 10 to 10, and they create the most complete line of Atkins brand products in the world that are always, by the way, 25% off all day, every day. You've heard the reports. You've seen that Atkins is making a big comeback because while people have tried a lot of other things, this is the one that works for so many people. So head for the number one low-carb sugar-free store in the world, the Lights of West Boca on the northeast corner of Glades and 441 right next to Boston Market, or call them tool-free at 1-877-LOW-CARB, or on the web you'll find them at lowcarb.com. Don't forget, there's only one Delights of West Book. It's your official Atkins Retail Center. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Your children are home from school all summer. You want to spend more time with them. But with your busy work schedule, it's challenging. You could send them to summer camp. But they might contract rabies or get lost in the wilderness. You could get them involved in sports. But violent ground acquisition games like football could cause an injury. That's why we invite you to bring your children into the church. The Catholic Church. Our hands-on approach will guarantee every child gets a great deal of one-on-one attention. And if your child benefits from being part of a team, some of our priests are into the group thing as well. They'll enjoy such life-changing games as Who's That in the Confessional? Guess What's Under My Robe? And pin the blame on the parents. Make a difference in your child's future with the Catholic Church. 1002 at 560 WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. 167 votes on a poll. What's your take on Broward Election Supervisor Miriam Elephant? She's... Totally incompetent, should be fired, 123, 73.6%. 73.5% say she's totally incompetent and should be fired. Who's Miriam Elephant? 31 say that. She's the victim of a racist campaign, 8. And she's doing a good job, 5. Five people say that. They probably live out of Broward. Probably live in Palm Beach County and they're still voting for Pat Buchanan. 5670560. We're not going to get any input. You know what? See, the thing with programming is just go ahead and do it. You know? Yeah, you're right. No, we will. Next Wednesday, 
between 9 and 10, and we'll just try it as an experiment, just on Wednesdays only in the beginning. We'll reverse. We'll take what we've been doing noon to 1, and we'll flop that around, 9 to 10, and we'll play the comedy bits for an hour. And then the show will start at 10, as far as uh, me opening up my puss. Right? I mean, I guess I'll be opening my puss for the spots and things like that. And, hey, yeah, yeah, uh, that's it. Time and temperature. Right, time and temp. little traffic report, which we'll make up because we don't have any. And then that'll be it. And then, because I think that we have to be in, uh, you know, it's just, it's it's screwed up. It's really screwed up. Those first days that we were on at 9 o'clock, it was like, well, uh, you know, people wanting us to start the show all over again for them at 10 because they were just tuning in. Well, that's unacceptable to us. I mean, you know, we could just keep floating along and take the money. I got a good contract. George has got his great new contract that he's going to be signing any day now. Have you seen it yet? Imminently. No, no the contract either. It's coming. Isn't that what that's, Norma that's what said? Yeah, it's Isn't coming. that what Norma Kent told you? Yesterday or today. Hopeless. He is absolutely as useless as a frog's ass. He, he just, you know, he just is. He's a legend in his own mind. He'll tell you that. And he's dedicating his life to a, being an important guy now. But other than that, but nevertheless. So we could do that. But I just, I don't know. It's just not my nature to take the easy way out. Although it is a cop-out, of course, not reading those bedtime stories all day. Right. Remember that bitch? As long as I live, before they put my nasty, cold body in the ground, that will still be in my mind. That bitch calls up George. I'm, I'm back in town. I'm in a really good mood. It was on that Monday, I guess, before I came back to work right before the new year. Well, you know, you're the only one, George, on the year anywhere that's taking the opposite point of view from these right-wingers, and you're the only place we can tell. And, and then you try to explain to her that I've been doing the thing all year long. Well, yeah, but he, he says that nobody cares. Is it just too hard to do? Is that just a cop-out? I got something that's too hard for you, honey, okay? It's my foot, and I'd like to put it right up your ass. And nobody cares. And nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear that. I mean, what's the point of my destroying the show uh, to try to make a point? I mean, talk about being stupid, you know? I enjoyed it, but the show isn't for me to enjoy or George or little Carlos to sit there and suck around. He'll say he enjoys anything because he needs the money desperately. Yeah, you see, he admits that. Get a free meal every now and then, like yesterday. Thanks again to Flores. It was damn good, although we didn't need the 40 pounds of pasta. And you saw what I did here. I sat and ate a whole bunch of that, yeah. which I had no business doing. You see, I, just, I don't want to make excuses, but that's another great reason for me to be doing a show from out of town most of the year, because if I'm here all year, that's at least at least 10 pounds extra that I'll be by the end of the year, no at question. least, minimum. That's now, I've been walking. back. I've been back about three weeks. What's today, the 22nd? Uh, yeah, three weeks. We've had we had uh, Wayne Arnold here twice. You're doing the first time, mine the second time. Uh, we had Flores yesterday. Fat boy comes in here, weighs 600 pounds and can't walk. He's walking with a cane. How old would you say he is? About 38, 40? 40? Let's just say 40. Let's say a 40-ish. Okay, he's like a, not an old man, but because of the fact that he's such a a tub, a tub, not just fat, but a tub. He wears a sack to work. Talk about a fashion plate. By the way, you notice how spiffy I look lately? But really? at any rate, huh? Except you're straightening your buttons a little bit because you're talking about your weight. No, I'm not. What, what are you <laughs> talking about? Yesterday we were pulling on him a little bit. I was pulling on it yesterday? The buttons. I'm looking at Enrique's picture today. Oh. Maybe that's what, Maybe I was getting ready for a Smallville last night. Anyway, uh, the fat boy comes in here, and he, he's he's bitching on the one hand about the fact that Troy Stratford won't hook him back up with Balance for Life. I mentioned this already, but it's worth mentioning again for the people just tuning in. And and he's got he's got bags. I'm not I'm not making this up. He's got bags and bags of food that he's supervising from Bagel High. Want some food, Pally? 
and he's offering me this and offering me that. And he does have this thing of Ruggalach back here, which is just like, oh, and how about the uh, Doreen feast that I had the other day? Two cupcakes and a chocolate lace. Right. That was I called arsenic and chocolate lace. I wasn't going to let you forget that one. No, that I know the that. Worst. And now these Ruggalach, which I've already had two from a Bagel Chai, and there's three more sitting in here, little ones, but nevertheless, I'll eat them because I'm addicted to this crap. So, and when do you, when have you ever heard me eat on the air in Toronto? Or in, in Am Amsterdam, yeah. forget about it, because I'd have to go up that winding staircase. I'd get killed doing it over there. I think once you went and got a weenie out of the fridge. No, I got a piece of cheese. I did eat a cold weenie. Yeah. Which is none of your business. Right, I had a piece of cheese. And I had a piece of cheese. And that was it. If it's colder, it got to be something. And wrong. plus, that's all Atkins approved anyway. There's no problem with that. Am I the only one that eats cold weenies? Do you ever eat, uh, like, you don't? Well, you don't eat anything anyway. Don't remind me never to ask Carlos about anything. Okay, he doesn't <laughs> like chocolate. He doesn't like uh, well, what else? Anything, things that everybody likes. And I'll right. ask him about hot dogs. You, you like hot dogs cooked at least? Oh, they, right. okay, not great. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So if you don't like it cooked, why the hell would you like it uh, raw? You know, I can think of things that fit into that category. In fact, Duff will be talking about this this Sunday on his new show. But, uh, so what did I ever eat there while I was on here all those months? Nothing, Jeez basically. Nothing. Nothing. Just an example. And look at how svelte I was when I came back in October. I weighed at 186. It was my lowest weight in a coon's age. Lowest weight in years. Not to mention all the walking that you do when you're there. When I'm anywhere but here. Anywhere but here. Here, basically what you do here is you sit on your ass and you watch TV. You go to your garage, you get in your car, you go to wherever you're going to go, and then you go into work and you take about four steps. You get on the elevator, you come up here, take another eight steps, and you sit on your ass. I was thinking this Monday night at the track. Monday, I was in here on my ass for four hours doing this show, okay? Four hours. I get to Pompano Park about 6 o'clock with a fat man there, and I'm there till about 11.30. There's five, and maybe I got up twice, once to go take a leak, another time just to get up and stretch because my ass was killing me sitting on that chair. So there's nine and a half hours right there sitting on my ass. Well, you're not going to lose any weight. You're not going to burn off any calories sitting on your big, fat, pimply, old, ugly ass. And this is pretty much what most people do, because make no mistake about it, it's... That's the American fucking way. Right. She said it so well. So being here is, uh, it's a very uh, negatory toward my health, both mental and physical. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560, QAM. Good. Scoffs it down And she Has packed on the pounds Don't know how much She must weigh Sits around all day In her Moo-moo gown Well she eats ding-dongs And kielbasa She keeps packing it away Constantly with a gallon Of fudge swirl she sits on the couch and don't go out I'm pretty sure she's got the gout She's a lazy, big, fat girl She's a lazy, big, fat girl Yeah, Enrique's going to be doing a call. Sorry, George, you're out. Duff just came in to announce it. We appreciate all you've done the last 11 years. It's been wonderful. That's the reason you haven't got your new contract yet. 
Not that I would turn on you. I mean, I would never abandon you unless, of course, there was a greater alternative, which in this case it's not even close. Enrique's going to be doing it, which, of course, right. he speaks better Panay than you because he's Spanish. He's not Cuban. He's a Spaniard. And he probably is actually from there. And he and I can relate better because we both have very, very tiny penises. As a matter of fact, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but Enrique and I are going to be Duff's first guest on his show this Sunday at 6 on Penis Talk. You just like the Spaniards better because they lisp. From Barcelona? Sí. Yes, they do lisp, okay? And, of course, they have a good excuse. What's yours? Five six seven oh five sixty. So I guess so. We just decided next Wednesday, nine to ten, comedy bits. But anyway, here's my programming uh, suggestion. I mentioned it to Duff, and he was like, uh, eh, you know, of course, what does he have to say? He's just the operations manager, the program director who showed his face in there yesterday. Clarence, although don't knock Clarence because payday's coming up Friday. Payday's Friday, by the way, boys. The twenty fifth is Saturday this month, so payday will be Friday the twenty fourth. Am I correct about that? Yes, I am. I just want to plant the seeds in their mind over there in Naples just in case the pony got sick again or the FedEx uh, because of a bad storm. I don't see any bad storm down here. Maybe the cold weather, the pony got sick. So the FedEx went to uh, New Orleans, and then it went to Houston, then it went to San Diego. Uh, Hank sent it back to Naples. You know, like the last time. Whoever heard of such a pile of crap? Remember that dog and pony oh, yeah. show? <laughs> and I checked that Duff mailed me uh, months and months ago. Remember that one? It still hasn't uh, They haven't found that one. So these are people who resist payday. They, they, they fear it. I'm sure that when it comes payday, that the people who work over there in Naples in the accounting department just, they don't get out of bed real quick. They kind of like look at the clock and then they shut it off, the alarm clock, and they crawl back under the covers and then they kind of take a peek, you know, see if the daylight is showing yet. If you follow what I'm saying? They really oh, yeah. get up very reluctantly because they don't want to write those checks. They, and even if they do write them, they don't want to hand them out because you might cash them. That's their greatest fear in Naples at the Beasley or corporate headquarters is that we might actually cash those checks. I do. I deposit that baby in there. I, I take it right to the bank. Say, here's a big fat one for you, okay? And as I'm driving away, they're probably thinking, yeah, there goes a big fat one. But that's okay because it's my money. Yeah, that's probably what they're thinking except my good friend Carol. Hey, we love you, Carol. She's the best. She's about one of the only people left over there. I have any idea who they are and who knows me. At Wachovia, which used to be First Union, which used to be a, a, a family bank, which used to be something else. Oh, I never called my good buddy Matt with the bald head, Matt Korshoff. Great guy. I'll get to you, Matt, one of these days. Because he's probably old and ugly now anyway. Huh? Probably. Good episode on Smallville last night. So here's my programming suggestion. I want the audience to listen to this very carefully, to evaluate it, to chew it a little bit, spit it out. Like Dr. Marion Grabowski used to say. Remember Dr. Marion uh, G? Dr. G. What about her? She was from U of M. Do you remember her, the sex lady? No. She was the sex doctor. I thought that was Aaron. Big fat. Oh, Aaron. Oh, come <laughs> on. Aaron had a great ass. That's why Steve Nichol hired that bitch. She wouldn't know, she wouldn't know a honey bear from a honey uh, jar. That bitch. Seriously, what did she know about sex? <laughs> right. That show went over like a, like I said before. Well, now, are you, what was I saying before you interrupted me about the Aaron Summers? The new schedule. Oh, the new schedule. Here it is. 9 to 11, the Mad Dog. All right. 9 to 11 a.m., right after Mo and uh, Kelly. Right? Which, in my mind, I think that's a good marriage because it takes the play-by-play -play guy there right back-to-back -back with his color man. You got that dolphin factor. Plus, it's a sports. There's some continuity in there. Right. Now, Mad Dog and I already have a continuity back-to-back, -back, which is obvious in this book. The last hour, we got a 6-5. He's got a 6-3. He maintains most of the audience. There you go. So whether he's on first or I'm on second, or whether he's on third base, it doesn't make an awful lot of difference. So he does 9 to 11, and we do 11 to 3, which means you get to sleep later. 
I mean, well, three I o'clock. I take the kid to school, so I, you know. Right, there you go. But, I mean, in so my still. case, I get to sleep later, which I like a right. lot. Then three oh, to seven, you still got the humper, and then whatever else we got. That's I'll tell it. you why they won't go for it. Well, who won't go for it? Management, management. here? Duff was just in here. He's part of management. Not, not, not much. You know, they actually talk to him to humor him once in a while. He didn't seem to be greatly opposed to it. Of course, I, I looked at him at his face. He didn't say it, but in his mind, I could think he was thinking other things in terms of changes. Remember, the whole reason that they wanted to Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was thinking saying. other things. I don't want to say what they might have been. He didn't definitely didn't say it. But uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. He might put Jesus on in the morning in sandals. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, the whole reason. That no, they no, do, let me tell you right now. But, nobody on that show is going anywhere. Oh, I know. Mo and Gildy, they're as solid as the Rock of Gibraltar. They got a 2-1. If they had a 1-1, if they had a point one, they're locked in for two years. Right. Because like I said only moments ago, this company doesn't like pay, pay, paying people when they're working. They certainly don't want to pay people not to work. You follow what I'm saying? They don't want to be doing that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You were saying? The whole reason they moved you to 9-1 to one was to goose up the morning drive yeah. number since morning drive is 6 But it ten. isn't having that big of an impact, don't you understand? Oh, no. In addition to which... <laughs> Will you listen to me? In addition to which, Mandage might help Morning Drive more because I know that. there's the logical sports tie in there. I know that. And the people who are listening to Mo, both of them, will might uh, you know keep uh, right where they are as opposed to right now. There's about as much crossover as you've got money in a bank, which right. ain't too much. <laughs> right. <laughs> Almost That's insignificant. But they will maintain that they need you on at nine o'clock to bring that Morning Drive number up. Did you hear what higher? I just got through yeah, saying to you, Mr. Deaf Man? No, Should I, I talk a little you? bit louder, maybe? I'm telling Maybe I you should drill a hole say. in that window I'm so the sound can come right through there. Say. I heard you. They won't. What do you mean they won't? I'm telling you. I what just they talked will him say. off. I just talked to the uh, head honcho from that penis show, and he said, eh, "That's something to think about." He said, "Sounds okay to me." What? what? Name me an objection other than that silly crap you just talked about, because I'm going to give you the answer for that. Oh, I think it's an excellent idea. I think it's excellent. Now we'll get the audience's idea to that. Lots of time in the morning to the get eleven to three done. sounds sensational to me. Because following the Mad Dog, can you imagine the audience? He would turn over to me at 11 o'clock. Yeah, and audience. And we would build on that instead Number of like people. starting like uh, on your hands and knees and on your ass, on Uranus. I think it's magnificent. Of course, you won't be here to enjoy it because Enrique's coming in Monday, but we'll get to Enrique. I got all the tabloids came in yesterday. Joe Millionaire exposed, including his shocking gay scandal. Got all the good stuff here. But hopefully we'll have some calls about these very important programming decisions to make. Which I don't see too many. Here's a call in Miami. Hello. Love your show, Neil. Yes, sir. Get that bitch Miriam out of there, man, and go Raiders. Okay. Get that bitch Miriam out, number one, and number two, go Raiders. Oh, I, I didn't hear that last part because I'm rooting for the Bucks. Sorry. What? I live in Florida. I'm not a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. I did say that they were going to win that game last week in Philly, which nobody believed me. I was right about that. And I think they can go all the way. I don't like their quarterback, Brad Johnson. I think he's uh, pretty marginal at best. But nevertheless, I think they can still do it. When in doubt, they'll pull it out. I think Oakland's overrated, to be honest with you. Five six seven oh five sixty. You notice the tremendous response. Now, let's go back to the thing about businesses that are no longer around. <laughs> look at look at contrast the response we had to that because all that basically required was mentioning a name of a place or about 10 places or your favorite 700 places that went out of it as opposed to like having something to say thinking about this very important dilemma that we have here at wqam where our future where the future of your listening habits are at stake where the future of your free entertainment is at stake it's enough to make me want to drive a stake through my own heart which i think is what they did to us about a year ago Thank you, Greg. 
Well, but they built those studios as if one had. What, what does that have to do with anything else? With what time that I'm on, you know, building studios in Toronto on Uranus on the moon. What does that have to do with the time that the show is on? Absolutely nothing. It's kind of like saying to us, well, we want you to sacrifice the uh, you know, everything you've worked the last 15 years to build up in midday. We want you to sacrifice that uh, in order because we're going to build you some studios. Does that? Is there any logic in that? No. Here's Delray Beach. Hello. Delray Beach. Hello. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, it sounds just like you. Listen, Neil, I got some more. You want these uh, some business? Some more what? Business? Nah, get out. Are you a crazy person? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. See what I mean about this town? Was I right or was I right? I mean, and I probably blew it. I probably blew it. I could have probably carried that on for another month, and they'd have been happy campers. Oh, yeah, here's a bunch more. Let's just get out the old yellow pages. Maybe some people saved those. Most of us throw them out. Maybe some people got the yellow pages about 10, 20 years ago, and you just started A and run through triple Z, you know. For a uh, pest control up to zebra, uh, your ass. Double A aardvark. Right. And we'll just name every business in the yellow pages. That'll kill uh, several months. I mean, that's sad. That's tragic. But to try to orchestrate a conversation about anything in this town, it, it just, you know, doesn't fly. You won't play the game. Won't do it. Can't do it. Here's Sunrise. Hello. Hey, Neil. I've been listening to you for about 15 years. Yes, sir. Then you understand uh, my predicament, I guess. Well, that general manager or the owners of the station, I mean, I'm surprised you survived this long. Mm. Um, number one, you got to get control of George. This guy won't let you speak. I know. He, you know you're pop, trying pop, to explain pop, Just like Tom Jicka said, he wants to be an equal partner on the year. Uh, I mean, ring in Enrique. Okay. And, uh, and uh, also, I think also the show took a hit when, when you went away to, uh, well, according to Tom Jicka, when you went to Toronto because you lost your pulse on the... Uh, on the town. Yeah, just like Tom, who's been in Hollywood writing stupid puff pieces about network shows for the last month now. And I and I, I haven't missed his uh, his piece of crap uh, article ever since he left. I I wouldn't read that guy if uh, I wouldn't use his article for toilet paper. But I'll be Neil. Hey, keep it handy. Okay, thanks. And what do you say about you? There's a great letter to the editor, which you'll find most. Here it is. Stanley P. Kaplan in today's Herald on the editorial page. Lansky wronged. Ray, the January 15th Herald and History item, Meyer Lansky dies eluding law a final time. I'm the attorney who prepared Lansky's will, probated his estate, and was appointed as the trustee of his estate. Lansky died on January 15th, 1983, and not a day later is reported. Neither he nor his widow Thelma were buried in Jerusalem. Their final resting place is here in Miami. Your reference to him as the great eminence of organized crime is hyperbole that goes back to the Herald reporter Hank Messick in the 1970s. Lansky's notorious reputation is a, is a fiction. That explains why he was able to laugh off a near lifetime of uh, of determined but futile investigations, writes Stanley P. Kaplan, his attorney in Miami. Do you find that most amusing? Yeah. Did we amuse you? Oh, that's right. You're still you're still pissed off because this last guy said you better shut up because you won't let me speak. So George just dummied up. We wanted him to speak and like mm, like that now because of that last guy that called sticking his nose in it. Although Tom Jicka did say you were going to be an equal partner on the show, and I'd be calling in as my whim dictated from anywhere in the world to do the show. Hey, how you doing, everybody? It's a Thursday. Here's George. Have a great day. Like that. You think Tom might just be some kind of a yes. idiot? I'm starting to think the same way. Live, Live and local. Here's Sports Radio 560 QAM. There's a butt. I smell it. Welcome back to the glittering pageantry of the Mohawk and Davida Show. We have a full docket today. 
including the cavalcade of articulate athlete interviews. You know that pipe smoker's still at it. What? 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 Singing those songs, making fun of me. They make fun of me all the time. I don't know why they don't adore me. Yeah, dear, everything will be all right, Mo. Get your hands off me, you fairy. You queer, you tube chomper. Real men don't touch, only during the game. Yes, master. They want singing. I'll give them singing. Get on a piano. Over there. Okay, Mo. Now, hit it. Back in my day, men were straight. Being gay is hip today. That's why I can't tolerate his guzzling gays. Sportholes weren't gay back You moron. What's the matter, Mo? My wig fell off again. Okay. All right, where were we? Sportholes were in game. Uh, I'll take it from here. The guys that like to worship men. Good, Good thing we won't see pulling or wailing and Adam again. Didn't need to soothe prostates. Or to tickle hairy taint. Jesus Christ, I really hate Jesus Goslin Gang. 10.33 We had a little uh, technical problem on our fax machine, so if your fax is like the end of the world is coming or something, we didn't talk about it. Don't don't get all bent uh, out of shape, because we got it fixed up. Big Fat Julio came in here, and he, like, banged on it, and the fax machine, too. And just, just because it's a scare to him, it worked again now. Just imagine all the names of businesses that we've probably missed in the last uh, hour and a half. Okay, let's see some very important... Oh, Jane, who's just beyond chronic. Oh, I know why you hate religious folks, but this guy, yada, yada, yada. Okay, thanks, Jane. Well, at least it was like a test to see that it worked, and it worked. Thank you, Jane, for testing our facts, which works. 255 votes on a poll on neilrogers.com. What's your take on Broward Election Supervisor Miriam Oliphant. She's totally incompetent, should be fired, 187, over 73%. Who is Miriam Oliphant, 45? She's the victim of a racist campaign, 17, 6.6%. And she's doing a good job, six. Six people <laughs> said she's doing a good job, 2.3%. Disgraceful. Here's Tamarack. Hello. Tamarack. Hello. Yes, Hello. sir. Yeah, uh, Neil, I think that uh, Miriam Oliphant definitely should be fired. Yeah. She's incompetent, uh -huh. and the blacks always play the race card uh -huh. all the time. One-time yeah. listener, first-time caller. Okay, thank you. Don't do it again. Five six seven oh five sixty pound. Five. We're getting a lot of uh, older folks today. You know, I realize that it's that time of the year when your bones start to ache real bad because it's cold out there. It's going to be like thirty-six degrees uh, Friday night or Saturday morning, whatever the hell it is. It's going to be really, really chilly. So bundle up. Turn the uh, Put some uh, logs in the fireplace, you know. Bend right over. Drop a couple of logs in the fireplace. Or maybe your little dog can do it. Mine does it all the time. Drops logs everywhere. In the fireplace? We don't even have a fireplace. Here's a call from... Uh, I'm on the wrong line. Don't do that, Neil. I hate when you do that. I think I knocked him off of there. I've got uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes? What did I ever do to you? I wasn't on that last poll. I miss you, Neil. I have no idea who that is, nor do I care. Some chronic, some lunatic. 
5670560, pound 560. You know, it's really very sad. I got a fax from New England Paul. He was upset he wasn't on the Chronics pool. This just goes to show you how desperate people are. It wounds their ego that we don't put them on there in something that's really hardly complimentary. That's extraordinarily derogatory. This is basically that these are lifeless assholes who have nothing to do but annoy me and the show and the audience who couldn't find a friend in a goddamn pickle patch. In fact, I asked Muff how Doreen was doing with that free food from Publix the other day. He, well, if you don't see her today, that's where she's hanging out. Publix? Pickle patch. Here's a, a fax that says, Dear Neil and George, the Israelis and their support, yada, yada. Oh, this is the same, same virulent. We're not interested in hearing about the Jews and the Arabs and the Arabs and the Jews. We'd rather hear about Chris and Aranda and Aranda and Chris and Jimmy and Danny and Danny and Jimmy and John Gruden and John Gruden and Al Davis and Al Davis. Don't want to hear any more about that crap, okay? They've been killing each other for 5,000 years. Why should it be different now? At least, if they're not good, at least they're consistent, right? Kind of like our morning numbers. <laughs> Not good, but consistent. Like a, not, Well, not that consistent either. I wouldn't have minded if he had a three share or something at 8 o'clock. A 3.0, a 3.1, and a 2.1 at 8 o'clock. Now, see, 9 o'clock has always been a dead hour on every station. They're always, everybody we work for, try to use me to goose up their 9 o'clock hour. Disney did it, Bob Green, everybody. Try to use me to goose up a desperate hour. 9 o'clock is, uh, there are two hours of the daytime in radio. 9 o'clock in the morning and 6 in the evening. Right. That are two of the deadest hours. Because they're both on the ass end after drive time. Now, nine o'clock, let, in fact, let's take a look at six. Hank, three, he's got a 4.4, 4, 4.2, a 4.2, and then the last hour, 3.8, his lowest number. Why? Because six o'clock is a very tough hour. In fact, we ought to kiss the ground that we got him on there at six to seven. It's dinner time, everybody. Seven to eight, home. we got a 1.8. Yeah. Because of the Panther droppings. Because there's no interest in Panther droppings here. Panthers in Ottawa tonight. Any interest? No. Marty Hamlet ain't playing. He's sitting on my lap. Good check, boy. Sorry I called him Canadian. Sorry, Marty. Won't ever do that again. 2.1 at 8 o'clock, so. They gotta do something to goose up that show in the morning. Maybe like, maybe he's wearing the wrong hairpiece that hour. Cause I, cause Geldy told me that he, 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 uh, rotates from one hour to the next. Huh? He just spins it on his he head. He has a different piece for each oh, hour of the morning. It's like a mood ring. Maybe it's reversible. You wouldn't wear the same mood ring at 9 in the morning. You'd wear it at 6 in the morning, like right after people getting up. So maybe if he would, like, reverse the mood rings at night, we might be able to get, like, at least a three-share in there so we don't have to follow, like, the next best thing, the dead air. Come on, Mo, goose up a number in there, will you please, you silly old coot? Give us, throw us a number. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. Um, did you say your numbers went down when you were in Toronto a little bit, or? No. Oh. I no, they did not. No. no that, see, I don't, you're, you're getting brainwashed by Tom Jick again, okay? In fact... Uh, what do we have? We, we had a gigantic, uh, well, the month of November when I was in Toronto, we had a big month. Oh, okay. Well, the, well, well, let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask what? you this. Does it sound different when I'm in Toronto doing the show? No. The only thing I was going to say was, you know, when you when you read stuff down here, the current events and stuff, a lot of the stuff, I can't believe George didn't tell you. When you'd read it up there, it was like a day later. We, had, I already knew what it was about down here. A lot of those articles and stuff. Were well, you mean like, like the election Central. results that I was getting right off the internet and was ahead of everybody else in town on it? And they were, the Sun Sentinel had it already, though. A lot of them we knew no, no, already. No, the, the, no the Sun Sentinel didn't have it already. See, because one thing about a newspaper, they print one edition. And so the Sun Sentinel, like the Wednesday morning after the primary election, uh, they were they, they had nothing because they were still counting uh, votes while I was reading it off the internet right off the state uh, elections result uh, website. Uh, a lot of stuff seems to 
seemed like I already knew about it. I don't know where I was hearing it then. But well, it was, plus you don't have to worry about that anyway because I'm not doing bedtime stories anymore, so you don't have oh, to worry okay. about that. Did you? Okay. Why did you want to hear? Did you want to hear bedtime stories? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Well, goodbye. What's he talking about? He didn't he, have anything he's on He's trying late, to suggest that if I'm, he's trying to plant the seed again, that if I'm not doing a show from right here, I'm out of touch with what's going on. Like the morning the stuff was going on on Alligator Alley, and we were talking about it giving, I was given a play-by-play because I was watching it on CNN there in Toronto, just the same way you're watching it right here. And just like the same way I was watching, uh, CNN in uh, Amsterdam. In most cases, nine out of ten cases, you had things on days before they hit the news down here. Right. If it was a national article. How about the like columns? That. How right. about those columns like Marine Dowd that I would read the column on here one day and like two days later would show up in one of the local papers here constantly? Because those are syndicated newspaper columns that they pick up and they put in whatever the hell they feel like it. In addition to which, if you really want to know what's going on, go to our website. Carlos is doing a hell of a job in spite of what Eric says. Carlos is doing a damn good job every day. During the week. Weekend, we, we can't bother him on the weekend. He's busy under the overpass, trying to clean things up over there. But during the week, Monday through Friday, you want to see what's going on. I'll give you an example. I'll go to it right now. I'll give you a little preview of the stories, the bedtime stories that are on neilrogers.com. If you don't have a computer, if you can't afford a computer, then certainly you got no business trying to figure out what's going on in the world, okay? You shouldn't be worried about it. Germany won't back attack on Iraq. Northwest Airlines pilot arrested at LaGuardia, alleged to have loaded gun and carry-on luggage. FBI searches Saudi family's former home. That's a story I read from the Palm Beach Post, which I did read, because it's damn important that nobody knew what that was going on with it. The class president, a uh, journalist on W's campaign, wrote that he had been admitted to DL as a legacy, and the yaddy yaddy yaddy. Uh, Kennedy accuses Bush of divisive policies. Abortion battle at the crossroads. Uh, Ritter case has ripple effect. He's been accused of uh, molesting underage girls. Scott Ritter, and there you go. And also, if you want to go to CNN.com slash Wolf, you can see for yourself, if you don't believe me, the results of that nationwide poll they took on CNN yesterday. Worldwide poll, excuse me. 75% agree more with Senator Kennedy's views on uh, Iraq than the president's. And in spite of my own political leanings, I guarantee you, Senator Kennedy ain't one of the most popular figures in America. Far from it. No. But nevertheless, in this particular case... They're not too, they're not too hasty to like jump in there and like, uh, suffer the consequences. 19 before 11 at 560 WQAM. Are you in need of car insurance? Have you gotten tickets in the past or maybe had an accident? Yes. If you have bad credit, if you answered yes to any of these things, here's the number you ought to call to straighten it all out for you. 1-888-506-7283. That's the number for Florida First Insurance. They have the car insurance policy for everyone regardless of your past record. They have low down payments and you get the car insurance you need for as little as 35 bucks per month. Call them now tool free at 1-888-506-7283. Florida First Insurance offers free quotes. They're family owned and operated with years of experience. You deserve the car insurance you need, but you need to call them now. 1-888-506-7283. If you need home, life, health or commercial insurance, Florida First Insurance can get you covered. And right now is a special promotion. Stop by any Florida First Insurance location, get a quote, and you'll receive two free casino cruise passes, compliments to Las Vegas style marketing, a $60 value, absolutely positively free. That's right. Call one 506 Get a car insurance quote from Florida First Insurance and get yourself two free casino cruise passes at the same time. Don't forget, no matter what your car history record is, you have to call one 506 That's Florida First Insurance for all your car insurance needs. one 
You call that a penis? I went to the sausage party. I was invited by the priest. He said, "Come with me. I have some friends to see back in the hereditary." <laughs> When we got to the sausage party, there were some other priests in the buff. Then he dropped his pants and said, "Be a good lad. Your face I wanna stuff." And I realize now. I didn't do very well, you see, 'cause the priest couldn't get off, so he had to please himself. Then the priest at the sausage party said, "Have faith, son. Try it again." And he took my hand and he said, "Let me help you try to understand." He said, "There's something I must remind you before you give it another chance." The holy men who wrote the Bible weren't wearing any pants. Now I'm all right. Now I can do that very well. It's good that. I can please anyone, and I won't go to hell. It's a twelve to eleven at five sixty WKM. So anyway, so we had two faxes on this, obviously from the same person. Neil, this is shocking. Yeah, it's shocking that anybody would put it in uh, on their website. This crap from self-hating Matt Grudge from the Grudge Report. I, I really believe that he's a cross between Gay Edgar Hoover and Roy Cohen, the worst of both. I mean, talk about self-hating. He puts on there this morning, which I already had seen it. Magazine: 25% of new HIV-infected gay men sought out virus, says San Fran health official. Right. Who would believe that? Nobody. Nobody in their right mind, except I, I. I think he'll be real good, Miss Grudge, at the uh, gas chambers. You know, he he can stoke up the ovens. I think he'd be real good at that. Sorry, Lynn, but that's just the way it is. Find some new friends, sweetheart. Here's one. It says, "Please ask George if he saw Meet My Folks last night on NBC." No. You didn't see that Meet No My Folks. There was a hot tub scene with the son and four girls. Now, how old is the son? About... I, I don't know. Oh. That show. He took turns kissing all of them, and the girls took turns kissing each other right up George's alley, it says. Oh, sorry. Gigi that. said that. I'm sorry. I but Gigi that. doesn't leave her number. Damn it. Yeah. Meet my son. Maybe that was on, I certainly hope it wasn't on between 9 and 10 when the rest of us were watching Smallville. Might Probably the greatest episode in the history of that show was outstanding. I can't believe that you asked me about the key. Like, why do they keep going back to well, that? Well, because they did that already. With the the key, the they've been key. searching for it, and now she finds it, and she slipped it into the I flower saw that thing. She slipped it in you there. see that? Yeah, I saw that. Now, next time they go to eat some of them cranberry muffins that she makes, you know, I sure hope it's not John Schneider that eats the one that's got the key in it. I thought it. Could I mean, if it's Clark, you know, it'll just roll off his back like so much scrap. Right. Right. But if John Schneider butts in that, then he'll really look bad when he looks in the mirror. <laughs> I know. He just he's gotten real sour. In fact, she is, too. Mommy's getting sour, too. Did you see the previews? Yeah. Like about how she's going to like, be kind of like a super spy. She's going to continue working for old man Luther Lionel because, uh, you know, she's going to find out what they're up to. Now that they know they had to file on Clark, and now that Lex has turned for the dark side. Oi! Freaky Lex. Let's see. Here's one. Says, you can have that good check, boy. Marty Havlett. I'll take Canadian Jamie Lundmark. I don't know who that is. Check him out at this site. <laughs> Check them out at this site. 
hosted by Go Leafs Girl, no less. Well, I don't know what that is. Scored the final goal last night's 5 nothing route of the Isles. He had a Rangers all of a sudden woke up last night. Anybody want to talk some hockey? No. I'm sorry, Leafs lost last night. Can't win them all. Can't win them all. Here's one that said, now this is an interesting fact that says from one of our very, very chronic but uh, knowledgeable factors. You see how I do that? Chronic but knowledgeable as opposed to chronic but pain in the ass. I mean, chronic doesn't necessarily imply bad, right? Right, just means incessant. Obsessive. Relentless. It says, Neil, I don't give a schmidt about what's going on in South Florida. I don't think that 90% of your audience does either. See, this guy that called before, he gave me that same crap uh, a while back. Same, same and he cock-out. started out with, oh, did I hear you say that your numbers dropped when you were out right, of town? Right. Where did that, that come he, from? That, that's a call to make a point. He's trying to suggest that somehow, because I'm not doing the show here all year long, I'm out of touch with what's going when on. When did you ever say that? I came back here, I asked everybody, what did I miss? And the, everyone, including you, said, Nothing. not a goddamn thing. Nothing. Nothing. And I was searching. I didn't want to say nothing. I was searching hard for something to tell you. Nothing. For some story. And everybody told me exactly the same thing. In addition to which, don't these people think that almost every day I'm talking to people down here on the phone? Whether I'm right. in Toronto, Amsterdam, or wherever the hell I am. They have these amazing things called telephones and satellite dishes and the Internet. And the hour and a half pre-show confab that we have every morning here where right. we uh, exactly. bring you up to date on the exactly. nothing that happened. 7.30 every morning, George and I start uh, confabulating. Because I hear I'm listening to Mo in the background while I'm checking out uh, what's going on in the world on the Internet. And all of a sudden I hear, and, I, and that's the end of Mo. And I thought, oh, I feel so much better already. Because I don't hear that sound anymore. I don't hear that either. And then we start talking about hey, what's going on over there. And Nothing. we start gossiping about uh, this one did this and this one's an asshole. And you know, good stuff like that. So I'm not missing anything. And as far as missing anything inside the building, listen, I, I can't handle this with the food, okay? Being force-fed food by a bunch of food pushers, including Mr. Fat, Fat Boy himself. And what have I, what have I always told you? Fat always. people want other fat people to continue being fat. They want you to fail. Maybe because it makes them feel better about themselves. To kill you before he goes. It's just like me eating dessert at Pompano Park in front of Fat Rich. Cause, and I don't want him to fail. I want him to succeed. I want him to stay alive. He's still eating the rolls, by the way. You people at Pompano Park, if you don't stop bringing fat rich rolls, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna put a demonstration on air like you never saw in your life. I'm gonna pull a Tommy Wynn and jump right out of the sulky. Right there, I'm gonna jump over the, uh, right over the railing. Onto the flow. And then sue you guys for a faulty railing for about 50 grand. No, seriously, stop bringing a man rolls. My friend Derek, he, he pulled aside the waitress. Don't bring him any rolls, he's dying. And, and uh, here comes the bus boy. Here you go, fat rich, here you go. <laughs> and here's enough rolls to fill up the goddamn Chinese army's ass. He's got his own rolls. He's got rolls, he's got jelly rolls, he's got Rolls Royce sitting outside. Whose rolls was that downstairs this morning? What kind of car was that I saw? It wasn't a rolls, but whose fancy schmancy car was that? Maybe one Is of the that Moe that parks people. in there backwards and like where Phyllis usually parks? Perhaps. Oh. <laughs> It's a good thing for him she's on vacation. The water Nazi shows up here and finds him in her parking spot. Man, she'll she'll kick his ass sideways. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. She'll knock his wig right off the cross-county line road. Anyway, it says, did you happen to catch American Idol? Well, no. no. If not, you really missed a racist comment by a Twinkie host after this Asian guy sang a song. The host asked him if he knows Kung Fu. I know this is not a huge deal in the scheme of things, but it pissed me off. He would never ask a black guy if he wanted white women. He'd never ask a Latin man if he loved cockfighting. Why is it okay to use generalizations about Asians? I'm fired up and pissed off. It's only 10 a.m. Love you, Neil. From one of our chronic faxes. You think he's got a good point? No. no. A it's point. Just, it's a TV a show. Point. It's all 
It's all orchestrated. Reality TV. Reality TV, anybody that believes that crap. Look at Bachelorette Scandal. She'd been with this guy at least twice before. Trista already knew Russell before the show. All of these. It's all fake. Joe Millionaire exposed. This is in the uh, Star this week. The shocking gay scandal, his lifelong illness, and why women hate him like poison. Enrique's pills and booze shocker. I will get to that. Especially the last part there. And here's the picture of Enrique with Anna Cornaholia. <laughs> Enrique with Anna. Who's she going to be dating next? Charles Nelson Riley? Je John J. Jim J. Bullock? Well, hopefully Whatever the hell his he, name is. When he comes in to do the show, I'll uh, keep her busy. Who, Nelson? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Three hundred and ten votes on the poll. Seventy four percent of the people think Mary Oliphant's totally incompetent should be fired. Only six and a half percent think that uh, she's victim of a racist campaign, which is the silliest crap I've ever heard in my life. Downright embarrassing. Don't, don't people realize sometimes that their that their actions and that their statements make them look so ridiculous? People that are striving desperately to gain some credibility and support, and they say and do things that just make them appear to be so one-dimensional and so blind to reality. You know, don't confuse this with the facts. We're being picked on that kind of crap. I'm tired of that crap. And guess what? So is most everybody else too. Ten fifty-six at five sixty WQAM. Let me tell you about a place where they don't have any controversy, and that's the world-famous pizza loft. The only difficult choices over there are which kind of pizza you're going to get. You're going to get the Fugaza Extra Spicy Pizza, the Thick Siciliano, or you're going to get the original New York Thin Style Pizza. And, of course, the garlic rolls are so good, you might want to pop about a dozen of those in your puss. Don't forget to eat. Order some extra things. Spend a lot of money over there, because now that we got the Rimmers eating there free forever, Jeff is going to need to, he's going to have to compensate for that shortfall. And leave extra tips, too, because guess what? Rimmers always got only the butterflies in the wallet. That's a true story I told you yesterday. He actually apologized to me on the phone yesterday for not having any money on him the day that we ate there a couple weeks ago, and I had to leave the tip. <laughs> Which I don't mind leaving the tip. It's just that, I mean, after a while it gets to be... How, how can you make so much money and not have any? He's got to save up for... Don't you understand, you're not a sports fan. There will be no 2004-05 season. So there's this year and the next season. Then there's going to be a whole season they're not going to play because they're going to have a... The um, collective bargaining agreement ends. So he's going to have a whole year. In fact, you're probably going to have to like take up a collection and go to his house and feed him, too. He's got a beautiful TV, so of course that'll probably be gone by then. That HD TV. He'll probably have to pawn that. Anyway, so get anything you want, a pizza loft. Get two, three extra portions because Jeff needs your money badly. Two locations for it, the world-famous pizza loft. Everything is fresh, delicious. The portions are big, and the prices are still tiny. You can afford to go over there and really go nuts. they got chicken and veal dishes, seafood, calzone, super subs. Like I said, the garlic rolls are so delicious, you'd want to just jump into a bathtub full of them. And, of course, you got, like I said, the location in uh, Davie, University Drive, between Griffin and 595, right behind Pier 1 Imports, 954-916-8880 for takeout, for delivery, for catering, which they do a stupendous job of. And the brand-new pizza loft in Plantation, which you can't see from the street, so we're going to really give them, like, an extra plug, because it's just as good as the other one. The food is the same, the service and the prices are just as fantastic. 3A2-1999. You'll find it right behind Walgreens in that little shopping, strip shopping center on Knob Hill and Sunrise on the corner. Right behind Walgreens where I'm shopping again, okay? I'm, I'm Like I said, I'm not going to base my life based on everybody else's problems, okay? I like that Walgreens. They treat me fine. I've been going there for a long time, practically since they opened. I'm going there, and right behind it is Pizza Loft anyway. 
And if I'm lucky enough, I'll drive by on the way out of there, and maybe Jeff will throw a couple of garlic rolls through the window, something like that. The world-famous pizza loft in Plantation and in Davies. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. U-A-U-A-M. If anybody has opinion, dissenting from our way, we'll place your name into the system as enemy of the state. Don't even bother to question, just follow and obey. Everybody's turning fascist. USA In the act of patriotism We're watching all of you Everyone's under suspicion So that's what you do This got information And all you mindless fools In Bush Fatherland Nation USA, you gotta hate those Jews, and Clinton liberals too, believe everything we tell you, on the state-run news, blood war and for corporate, fill up your escalade, a Reuben Cheney Bush venue, USA. We don't mind to see our jobs go. A bad economy's good. We're fascinated by J-Lo. Don't read no stupid books. All now are embracing the tax American way. <laughs> Everybody's turning fascist. USA. It's 1103 at 560 WQM. Tim Potts, who leaves his name off his faxes now, but it's very obvious. Maybe I ought to get like a new uh, uh, thing heading. Does he really think he's fooling us, Tim Potts? You're chronic, Tim. You're chronic. Give you some help, okay? He says if your PD had a brain. First of all, our PD doesn't decide about these schedules, okay? Our PD is like an ice kid who's like a figurehead. He would put Mad Dog on 6 to 10, and uh, I'm talking about Clarence now, not Muff. Muff is not a figurehead. He's... Well, the head part, maybe. Uh, he put Mad Dog on 6 to 10. You tend to Humper 2 to 6. I think Mad Dog would be great leading for you, even better than when you had Rick and Suds. It says, please know Paul and Ron, those guys are terrible. The only good thing that would come from having Paul and Ron on QM is that Zeta would start playing music in the morning, I'd say. Well, there you go. And then, of course, you wouldn't be listening to us, and we wouldn't want to have that, Tim, since you are so chronic. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. A year ago at this time, just remember back to those days, we had Ron Hersey running up and down the hallway there, Carolyn spinning around in that chair wondering what she was doing in there. Oh, boy. Everybody talking about Defoe and his ankle bracelet. And here we are now, a year later. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm just... Trying to let my brain settle a little bit after thinking back to all of these things. Here's a call from Pembroke Park. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you doing? Yes, today? sir. Pretty good. Hey, I have a question for you. Go right Miriam ahead. Oliphant is an elected official, correct? Yeah. Why can't there be a recall on her? There could. 
but that takes too long. You got all these elections, these municipal elections coming up in just a few weeks, and they, we don't have time for that. In addition to which, it would cost money. That would require another special election. The governor has got the power. If you read the uh, editorial from Saturday in the Sun Sentinel, the governor's got the power to remove her for incompetence. But he won't do it because he's a political coward. Yeah, well, he wants to vote for his brother next, next time. No, he wants votes for himself, not for his brother next time, for himself in 2008. Don't you understand? They think it's going to be Bush 1, 2, and 3 here. Yeah. Three Bushes. All righty, sir. Have I appreciate day. it. Thank Bye-bye. you. See, I mean, David Leahy at Dade County, who had been doing the thing for a very long time and a very poor job of it, he he was pressured into resigning. I don't see any white people marching in Dade County saying, oh, it was a racial thing. David Leahy was white. He was an Anglo. Therefore, he was uh, forced to resign. He was incompetent. Same thing in Broward. No different. And, no, I take that back. She's more incompetent. He just couldn't count the votes right. He couldn't get it done right. At least they didn't have all, those, uh, all that money missing that people can't account for. Oh, how about just let's give her another three and a half million. What do you say? <laughs> Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. Let's call her sister. Maybe she can give us the answer, huh? <laughs> I like her. <laughs> She's a, a a piece of work. Here's Miami. Hello. Yes. Good morning, Neil. Yes, How are sir. You? Buenos dias. Okay. Um, a, a couple of quick points. And Miriam Oliphant, I can't vote on the poll, but definitely she's doing a terrible job. I have. A reason why is because my mom, God bless her, but she's an Altacaca. Mm-hmm. She runs one of the polling places. She's 81. Right. And she shouldn't really be there. If mm-hmm. I don't come at the end of the night to help her close up and, you know, close the boxes and put the uh, the clasps on and everything, right. she couldn't do it even with all the other old folks around her. Yeah. You know, I, you know I'm, I'm curious. I realize that this state is run by old farts, but where is it written in the law that you must be over the age of 100 to be a poll worker? Why is that necessary? Yeah. And another thing with that, I really, truly believe that uh, this whole thing with Oliphant and Bush now is being orchestrated a little further north up in Washington, because like you said, they want the dynasty Bush 1, 2, and 3. Absolutely. I think Karl Rove is behind this, because I don't think Jeb could decide. And it really got me sick to my stomach when this uh, Josephus Eggleston, mm-hmm. the other commissioner, right. they gave them a standing ovation with Bush. And I really think that Martin Luther King would be spinning in his grave to have Bush compared with him when they the preacher stood up and said that uh, Bush is the same as uh, yeah. uh, King because he dares to uh, be different. You know, it, it's getting a little ridiculous. People look at things along color lines as, as Jewish, as black, as this, yeah. as that. We're all in the same boat together. Really, it really we? takes a lot of intelligence to do that, too. You know, It really takes a thoughtful approach as opposed to just you know sitting down and looking at the job somebody has done, regardless of all those other uh, synthetic uh, artificial considerations that have nothing to do with anything. Well, I mean, are, 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 we to, are we to really believe that there are no black people who are incompetent, that there are no uh, Hispanic people who are incompetent? If somebody can't do the job, then get especially something as important as elections, then they've got to be removed. Well, that's not happening here, and uh, you're one of the few voices out there that speak the truth. And I don't know if you read this already, if you did this as one of your bedtime stories. It was probably in Monday's Times. But did you read uh, William Sapphire, Old Trustbusters, Now Trust Trusters? No. Uh, well, just real quick, he's talking about you won't find a movie nominated for an Oscar with a heroine fighting to expose the dominance of media conglomerates and the distribution of entertainment. You won't find television magazine programs fearlessly exposing the, pro- the broadcast. Oh, we, we had that. Yeah, we did have that. We had the article on our website. Okay, I'm just saying because I just noticed it, you know, in yesterday's. Uh, yeah, yeah, we put it on the website. Home. But it's just amazing. 96, 115 stations, and now two of those own 1,400. Right. That's why we're not getting anything. You got it. Thank you. Have a great day. 
Yeah, we had that on our website on neilrogers.com. See, I'd be a lot happier, but of course most people don't read newspapers, so why would they read the stories on our on our website? But we got some damn good stuff on there every day. Now, granted, you can go to like a million other websites and find those things, but that's what we save you the probably uh, time and effort of doing. Right. It's a nice collection. It's, it's a nice collection of good stuff, which is geared toward the majority of our audience, who are hopefully living and breathing people, with a viewpoint that's somewhere slightly to the left of Attila the Hun. And you don't have to get ink all over your fingers. Exactly. Or go out and stop on a street corner and run into somebody and knock them over while you're trying to buy a newspaper. It's nine minutes after eleven. Don't forget that. Boy, this, I tell you, I feel maybe it's still the effect of that. It must be the rogalach. The sugar rush. I found out how to make this show go by real fast. Oh! Yeah. Little sugar rush, man. Do the sugar shocker routine. Of course, I get home, my blood sugar is 350, but nevertheless. Oh, and look at that. What the hell is that all about? It's a fire alarm. The fire alarm is Let's on Let's evacuate. Oh, it just went off. Just stopped. This this place is unbelievable. There was a lady from uh, FedEx or Airborne Express, one of those, uh, brought a package for Carlos, freaky Carlos, yesterday as I was leaving. And she punched the button for the elevator, and I said to her, I said, hold your breath, you know, because, uh, and we got in the elevator. I said, you see the permit that's on there? I wonder how much it costs, to, you know, how much they had to pay these people off to get the permit in that elevator. There is nothing in this building that works. We we just had a momentary a fart on the uh, fire alarm. Now, I see the light was flashing in there and everything. I yeah, thought somebody just scored a goal. Maybe there's somebody just scored a goal or the period's over or it's time for a break. Maybe that's going to be the new thing if we don't do the break exactly on time. Maybe the water Nazis outside with a button. Oh, there it goes again. See? Told you. Let's evacuate. It just stopped. As soon as you, as soon as you went, it just stopped. Ten past eleven at five, or maybe that was a message to try to wake up Todd Drek and let him know we need the, the right copy for Fast Train. That won't work. He's oblivious, okay? And around here they call him Oblivious Newton John. Totally oblivious. Where there's no feeling, there's no pain. All you guys out there, if you're sick and tired of working in a really crappy dead-end job and now that the New Year is in full swing, do yourself a big favor for the New Year and for the rest of your life and get you a great... Job in a computer industry. That's right, a high-paying computer job. And how do you do that? You get trained at Fast Train. Fast Train has got locations all over town. You find them in Pembroke Pines, in Kendall, Miami, and Fort Lauderdale. And make 2003. See, I mean, this this is useless, okay? In fact, if Todd Dreck don't get us the right copy tomorrow, I'm just crossing it out. Because these people are good friends of ours. There's no way in the world we're going to charge them when we don't have the right copy for Fast Train. Because Todd Dreck's just an asshole, that's all. He's just an asshole that won't do his job, and nobody in the building will make him do his job. He's just a little piece of crap that I wouldn't send out to represent the goddamn Tidy Bull man. Anyway, if you're overworked, if you're in a dead-end job, if you're working for some real schmuck who keeps destroying everything around him like here, pick up that phone and call Fast Train toll-free. In just four short months, you can be certified and ready for a dream job, a high-paying job in the fast-growing computer industry. Call 866-FAST-TRAIN. That's toll-free, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Or check them out on the web if you like at FastTrain.com. Fast Train, South Florida's leader in computer training. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Got two sets of lips. Here's a story about Sammy.
560 WQM. A lot of response on that suggestion. I, I thought I had the magic uh, format right there. I love it. Mo and Geldy 6 to 9, such as it is. Uh, Mad Dog 9 to 11. Yours truly. Uh, we'll do the show 11 to 3. Hank 3 to 7. And then the rest, uh, you know, according to Hoyle. Fits nice. I think it makes a lot of sense to me. I, I think as usual, not that anybody will listen to me, including the audience, I think right there that's the solution to our dilemma. As opposed to me having to pay like some kind of penance. Uh, for what I don't know, for being a crusty old fart, uh, to try to salvage their uh, problems, you know. See, I, I don't, I don't buy that. I, in my life, I just it doesn't make any sense to me. What you do, you should rest on your own merit, not try to like lift everybody else by their bootstraps. That doesn't make any sense to me, because the way it works in this business, if somebody likes uh, uh, whoever, they'll listen to him. Sonny Fox, if they like Sonny Fox, and he's on short wave somewhere, they'll listen to him. <coughs> Is he on short wave? Ought to be, but but you know you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I can't force feed and siphon off and all this other crap. You 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 got what you got. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey. What is it? Hey Neil, I called for some information. Yeah. Hey about Champion Light. I haven't heard spots for that. Yeah, well good. Well, why don't you call him up and see why not? Call up PD Lenny and see why you haven't heard any spots. Here's a lady in Sunrise. Hello. Lady in Sunrise is gone. You had her on there for about an hour and a half. Twice. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Uh, Hi. This is Sharon, Mr. Rogers, about the puppies. We were Sharon, Sharon, let me let me say this to you, okay, Sharon? I don't want to be rude, but I have tried to help you as much as I possibly can. Uh, and you know, we we have a radio show to do here, Sharon. I, I'm a dog lover. Greatly, as you know, I've done as much as I possibly can, but I think that if we're going to carry this on every day, it's going to become uh, ridiculous. No, it's not going to be every day. I just, we just brought you pictures of the puppies being treated in the hospital. Right. We did have to take them back home to treat them at home because the funding ran out. Right. And they, they, are still, they, they still need a little more medical attention. Uh-huh. That's all. We dropped the pictures off to you yesterday. Uh-huh. I don't know if you had time to look at them. It not was, yet. It was on a not CD. Yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I really am sorry. Okay, Sharon, don't do it again. Thank you. Okay. I mean, am I wrong? No, we talked about it. I mean, I just, I don't want to sound insensitive, but I'm doing a radio show here, and I'm very, very sensitive to that thing, and I do my damnedest to try to help uh, because I'm a dog lover. But uh, it just reaches the point, I mean, how much uh, more am I going to dole out, or are you going to dole out, and especially in your case? And the, and the fire alarm continues going off here. Is anybody going to let us know what the hell is going on? Are they testing it? Are they diddling with it? Are they dicking with it? Haven't they paid off the fire inspector because they had to pay off the elevator inspector first? I mean, would somebody please tell us what is going on in this joint? You think anybody's going to tell us? No. no. Who, who the hell are you? A good point. That's another thing. At least in Toronto, we don't have all these fire uh, <laughs> See, when we got a fire alarm in my building up there, it's none of this pansy business like here. Sounds like the world is kind of coming. Sounds like those alerts they had during WW2 in Britain. Loud, uh, screaming, screeching, sirens, uh, and you just sit there, you know, minding your own business, assuming that probably is just a false alarm, and if not, you're dead anyway. Five, six, seven, oh, I'm going to get to the Enrique's. Don't let me forget that, because okay. it involves your favorite Anna Cornaholia. 
with her tree trunk legs. I'm sure she's being neglected by him. Well, he claims, well, I don't want to tip my head on that. Oh, he's wearing kind of like a lovely little, what do you, what would you call, a schmott on his head. Yeah, In the, fact, he rivals the Jew Lieberman uh, yarmulke. That's the Don't forget, that's one of the great uh, websites of all time. I saw that somewhere on TV yesterday. Maybe it was on MSNBC. It was cute. What is it called? Beanie Man. Joe. Beanie Mac. JoeBeanie.com. No, that's not it. I got it here somewhere. I hope I didn't uh, Schmidt can that. I'll find it. It's a lovely thing. Joe Mama. Joe Mama. <laughs> no, seriously, what was it? It was JoeBeanie.com, I, I do believe. Joe Beanie. Go check it out. Now, you put that Sharon on again from uh, wherever she I was from. I didn't know it was her. I'm saying, put her on one more time. How's the beast doing? Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Uncle Neil. How you doing, man? Okay. Hey, just got two two uh, issues I wanted to talk about. Um, first one is, I was really upset with Pepsi last night. I saw that they're about to do a new commercial with the Osbournes, which I happen to like the Osbournes. But my I don't. Issue, my issue with them is, how are you gonna you gonna get mad at Ludacris for the things that he says, but it's okay for Ozzy and Sharon and all the things that they say? Yeah. That's kind of upsetting, but uh, so anyway, that's, that's another is, racial uh, thing. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. I, you know what? I'm a, I am a brother, and I, I don't want really to get down with all our racial stuff. I think Good. I think Mary Molifon should be out. You know, and all when that stuff. When did toss her out? Um, the other thing, and the other thing I wanted to ask you about was, as I, I watched some of American Idol two on, on the Smallville commercials and stuff like that. But um, my issue is, I don't understand. You know, like I respect you as a gay man. And, you know, you're a man, and you don't go through all that flamboyant stuff. What is the big deal with all these people trying to be so flamboyant? You don't have to be gay to be, I mean, you don't have to be flamboyant like that to be gay. Yeah. And it's really unnerving. It's really well, unnerving. Well, what do you mean it's unnerving? Does it scare you that maybe they're going to come and prance into your living room or something? No, no, no. What it is, it's just bothersome because, you know, what they do is they perpetuate a bad stereotype. Of, of gay men, like for you know, like it's like you know to be gay. I agree with you. You're not arguing with me. I don't. I have no I stomach for that. You know, I'm, I'm explaining it to the audience. I mean, I, 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 you know, and unfortunately to me, unfortunately, it's, it's a lot of brothers that do it. It's like you don't have to go through all that. To a be lot gay. of brothers that do what? That prance? Like, yeah, that prance like, like that. Like little Richard. Huh? Like little Richard. Yeah. Exactly. It's like you don't have Tootie to do foodie. that to, to to be gay. I mean, just you know, just do your thing. Well, we got Freaky Carlos out here at the reception desk. Maybe he'll explain it to you. <laughs> Have a great day, amigo. Hey, you too, man. Bye-bye. I, I think he's got a good point. But nevertheless, in fact, it's interesting you should mention that because in one of the fag mags, either the Advocate or Out magazine, which I just got yesterday, uh, there was a whole article about that, encouraging people to be what they are. In other words, if you're flamboyant and that's you, and you, but I, I, I just don't have a stomach you for go, it. You go, girlfriend. No. Just like when I go out there and he's hocking me about Susan Lucci, Coochie Coochie, and about Tammy Faye. And he, he's, you know, I just, I don't have room in my I, life for professional queens. I don't think they can queens. help it. Can they help it? No. No. No, they can't. It's just them. It's just them. It's just like, it's like J.J. Walker on Good Times, you know? It's just him. Well, I see you're laughing. <laughs> What's good for, right? Right. I mean, does he that represent, does he represent thing? a good image for black people? I don't think so. <laughs> in fact, you know... Seriously, stop and think about it. Here it's 2003, and look at most of the black characters on sitcoms and the movies. The most of the black people are represented represent good, upstanding. I mean, you got people like uh, who are some of the great black actors, like uh, what's Sidney Poitier. No, 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 I'm not talking about ancient history. I'm talking about now. Denzel. De Denzel Washington. What's the other guy that's really good? The older guy. That's in all the cop movies. He always plays a Danny cop. Danny Glover. Uh, 
There's another one. He's, a, he's an older guy in cop movies. Right. He always plays a cop. But, I mean, those are guys who, like, represent a, uh, something that you can admire. Are and they're just, about Morgan they're Freeman? just people. Morgan Freeman. That's, right. a, that's who I'm thinking about. Very good. Right? right? He's a great actor. Yeah. Uh, he's just a good guy. He doesn't have any special affectations. He doesn't do an Amos and Andy dance or shuffle or any of that crap. Right. And that's why this stuff with these NFL players, I, you know, I don't see some people don't realize people are laughing at them. They're not laughing with them. They are laughing at them. So when these guys do all of that crap in the end zone and they're doing all this, I mean, man, that's just I'm embarrassed for people when they start doing that crap. That is the ugliest stereotype, you know? Yeah. You don't think? Yeah, but I don't watch it, so I don't care. And I, well, what do you see? This is the problem. You live in such a narrow, sheltered world for yeah, Christ's sake. I don't watch jock stuff. Not the whole world lives in Hollywood, Florida, with a bunch of old cockers, man. Good. And if she calls me about some old cocker spaniel, it's uh, you know. <laughs> no, 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 seriously, I feel uh, bad because I wish I was like independently wealthy. I write her a check for ten thousand dollars. Say here, whatever you need for these dogs and whatever's left over, keep it for the next batch. You know. Not to mention the can of worms that this could be opening. If we well, no, that. but it, it it just continues to to go on and on. I mean, how don't you find it to be a little bit insensitive not to know how when to stop pushing? Like the seeds in that record, you're pushing too hard. I'm more than delighted to help, and I thought I did you know a generous thing, and so did you for a schlepper like you. But that's that's as much as we can do. And am I supposed to feel guilty that you know they're going to be puppies that are going to die? They're going to be four they're hours be people that are going to die because they're they're starving right. to death. Four hours every day, referring people to uh, the needy. Giving them the attention that they need. Dogs, What are people. you talking about? If we humored all, every one of those calls. That is, that, be, is that what we're doing starting next week? Okay. I thought we were talking about our morning show, talking about needy, as in needing some listeners. There's a charity. 2-1, a 2.1 share at 8 o'clock. I'd be, I'd be wailing all over town, too. I'd be going, what am I going to do? I'd be doing that everywhere. Even just to strangers. I'd walk up to people in the mall. What am I going to do? we got a 2-1. Like that. You know? Wouldn't you? Oh, man, I'd be, like, real nervous, especially if I was married and had, like, a little kid. Or two little kids. One well, ain't so little anymore. Yeah. How's she doing, by the way? She's great. She is My great. My best friend, Love taller than me, yeah. Now, the other one. She's so, oh, and by the way, Channel 4 News, which I must admit, I'm stuck on watching Channel 4 News. Nobody else does. Somebody's got to. And I really enjoy it, except for Elliot Rodriguez. But, um... They had another story on about this lawyer in the Gables that uh, w- was uh, filing a lawsuit for a custody suit for this Israeli baby that doesn't exist. And uh, l- luckily, nobody else in the media got sucked into that. You people at Channel 4, I enjoy your news for some strange reason. I like Steve Wolford and a chick that's on with him. but And I love Bob Soper, our good close friend. I'm even willing to put up with the weather fairy. But, I mean, come on. Come on. Enough Raelian stories already, Okay. We're getting ready to blow up the whole goddamn world, and they're still doing stories on the Raelians and the Kool-Aid people and the cut-off-your-nuts people and the pudding people. Hey, are you in need of car insurance? Have you gotten tickets in the past or maybe had an accident? Uh-huh. You have bad credit? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, if you answered yes to any of these things, then here's the number you ought to be calling, one 506 That's the number for Florida First Insurance. They have the car insurance policy plan for everybody, regardless of your past record. They've got a low-down payment, so you can get the car insurance you need for as little as 35 bucks a month. Call them right now, 1-888-506-7283. Florida First Insurance offers free quotes. They're family-owned and operated. They've been around doing it right by people for years. You deserve the car insurance you need, so call them now, one 506 If you need insurance for your home, life insurance, health or commercial insurance, Florida First Insurance can get you covered. 
And right now is a special promotion. Stop by any Florida First Insurance location, get a quote, and you'll receive two free casino cruise passes. Compliments of Las Vegas Star Marketing, a $60 value, absolutely free. By the way, for that guy that called before, I'm in Toronto, freezing my ass off. That's right, call one 506 to get car insurance quote from Florida First Insurance and get two free casino cruise passes. That'll only be my double be at the hockey game tonight. So don't forget, no matter what your car history record is, call one 506 That's Florida First Insurance for all your car insurance needs. Call them now, one 506 We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Tonight on NBC, from the creators of Smallville, comes a new series where the men are a little more manly and the women are a little bit more satisfied. Mediumville. And I'm going to be straight up with you. I, I am very attracted to you. You know, let's say we uh, adjourn to the bedroom. Well, I guess. Mediumville, the new TV series about the average guy with average dreams and an average life. Followed by Hugeville, where the men are men and the women are jelly. Martha, I gotta tell you something. I love you. Well, I get, oh my god. Mediumville, Tuesdays at 9, followed by Hugeville on NBC's Must See TV. 27 till noon at 560 WQAM. 383 votes on the poll today. What's your take on Broward Lexington Supervisor Miriam Oliphant? She's totally incompetent, should be fired. 285, 74.4%. Who is Miriam Oliphant? 62 people. 16% of this audience said, who the hell that is? She's the victim of a racist campaign, 26 people, 6.7% said that nonsensical answer. And 10 people said she's doing a good job, 2.6%, been doing a good job. They probably live in Stewart. Enrique's Pills and Booze Shocker, this is from the Inquirer of the Globe, like I said. Nice picture of Enrique, by the way, nice headgear. Pop star Enrique Iglesias is a heartthrob to millions of teenage girls, makes bundles of bucks, and dates sexy tennis queen Anna Cornahoya. <laughs> But all he does is whine and bellyache about how lousy his life is. Amazingly, the 27-year-old singer claims he's so wound up, he takes sleeping pills with a beer just to snooze, say reports. I don't relax and I can't sleep, he reportedly says. I have to take sleeping pills, which I swallow with a beer, to even get in a couple of hours of sleep. He swallows it. Most of his problems, Enrique claims, are linked to his dad, Julio. No kin to our Julio here, who happens to be a really good guy. No, uh, our link to his dad, Julio, the 59-year-old crooner who is practically a god in Spain and Latin America. Enrique says he's only spoken to his father twice in the past seven years. He bitterly complains that Julio, who's worth an estimated $500 million, was a cheapskate with him when he was growing up and never lifted a finger to help him with his career. In Spain, if you have the Iglesias name, they put you down as a spoiled rich kid, he complains, but my father's never given me a, a single penny. You owe me $50. I went to a rich kid's school in Miami. The other kids drove Mercedes or Porsches. I had a crummy car. Oh, I got an extra Corvette, Enrique. And even though his dad owns a private jet, Enrique says he had to fly coach when he traveled. Later, when he went to L.A. to kick off his singing career, I didn't have any money. He says I had to stay with a friend. Even now, the hard-bodied hunk says huh? his... Even now, the hard-bodied hunk says his music isn't as popular as it could be in countries where his dad is worshipped. I triumph in countries where nobody cares who my family is, he says. And while Enrique's fans believe he now lives a glamorous, sexy life and has a romance with blonde bombshell Anna, he says the image is a sham. Now we're getting close to the truth. Yeah. Are we believing this? Yeah, we're already. I feel very lonely, he says. My friends get all the girls. Loneliness and success go together, he said. They let something out. He can't sing for shit. 
Are you going to start in on my friend Enrique again? I'll never get another autographed CD if you keep that up. He loves me. He hates you. Yeah. He's onto you Cubans, man. He's into those Spaniards. Fine. But, well, he's lonely. Maybe he'd like to come over here and I'll help him out. And I'll help Anna. Oh, she ain't interested in what you got, okay, mister? She ain't interested. Bring Shannon back. I think she'd like Shannon a lot. And you can watch. Maybe I could help. You're out, George. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. What you won't see on TV, Joe Millionaire Exposed says the uh, star, the shocking gay scandal, his lifelong illness, and why women hate him like poison. Just like the way Mo uh, Mo is hated by uh, what's his name, Fat Hank. <laughs> see, out of sight, out of mind. He's in San Diego, and boy, did he get fat. It says, you want reality? Star has the real inside story on Joe Millionaire, hottie Evan Marriott. Why is everybody a hottie that's on television? He's about as hot as last year's uh, pancakes. And it's wilder than anything you'll see on a hit Fox series. The six-foot-five hunk hasn't been honest with the girls vying for his hand on the show. They think he's a millionaire, but in real life he's a construction worker and an underwear model. Although there are other stories and other tabloids saying that's all a sham, too, and he's really loaded. Right. Probably loaded with <laughs> crap. He's also kept in the dark about the fiery temper and attention deficit disorder that made him a hellraiser in school and the fact that he's bedded more women than Serta and Sealy Posture Peter combined. Maybe we can get him a new dollar mattress. But that's not all about the 28-year-old that isn't being straight about. Buff Evan is a pinup boy for gay men who flooded the, on the Internet with outrageous claims that he worked as a gay escort and advertised in gay publications as a masseur. Star doesn't know if the gay rumors are true or not, but one anonymous man on an Internet site that caters to gays says he and Evan had sex at a party in L.A. over a year ago. Another one claims I had sex with him. He also was with a Latino guy. How do you like that? You know who's probably spreading these rumors? Oh, we're fine. Dan Stewart, who said that Josh Moore was going to be sitting naked across from me any minute now. We haven't seen him yet. Plus, he got married since then and has got about 16 kids, just to prove he's straight. You notice that? That always happens to these, these uh, celebrities who are always a little bit suspect, you know, like Rob Lowe. Tom Cruise, Josh Morrow. They get married very, just, all of us abruptly, like in the middle of the day, like, you know, 1.30 on a weekday when nobody's around. They get married, and all of a sudden, like by the end of the week, they got six kids. Even Rosie and that bitch don't have as many as kids as they got. That's a, oh, and Bill Clinton, after his secret orgy with a bevy of young models. <laughs> I don't know what the hell she wants. Look, look at that picture of Hillary right there, huh? Look at that picture. What if that a, ain't the ice puss. princess right there, would anybody with a brain touch that piece of crap? Green persimmon Man. sucking. Bill Clinton in sex therapy, it says in the Inquirer, only in the Inquirer, no less, and exclusive, let's hear it, oh! for the National Inquirer, which we love like crazy. Privatized bond price every time. Do what I'm doing and like everybody I know does. Really. Lord David's a bitch. <laughs> Shut up, you big hot! Ginger Rogers takes a mouthful of the sausage and Jorge's pants. That pipe smoker and uncircumcised Cuban engage in a fakeler dance. I'm a cranky homophobe. Not that I mind it, but I'm way too old. I fantasize about being in bed. In a tryst with Fiedler, my man friend. I'll kiss and make up with Ginger someday. And then ask him to rape my bun. 
over and over again. Though I would not feel remorseful, no, and I would not be ashamed about a ginger and mogey union, just boning and stroking away. Boy, baby, you're not my type. You sound like a nine-year-old kid. Hey. Only a macho, manly guy. You don't notice that makes me flip my wig. If Ginger was a lover of mine, I'd bury my bulbous, veiny nose inside his pimply rear end. No, I would not be a sport owner. If I was not a closet fay, that's why a ginger and mogey union would make me feel giddy and gay. Everybody follow my thousand pulls. Yeah, ginger and mogey union would make my sorrel bony ass feel safe. If we had a ginger and mogey union. Then he wouldn't have to get me raped. It's 13 till noon at 560 WQAM. Oh, look at this. The Battle of the Pirates. Raiders are three-time Super Bowl champs. Um, you know, it's been tremendous. I think you probably... Well, the Buc Buccaneers are Pirates, too, see? So we got the Battle of the Pirates. That's kind of cute. And John Gruden going back out there to Oakland to kick their ass. I say, let's go Bucks. Oh! Let's go Bucks. Oh! Raiders suck. I just I just don't like the Raiders. I, I, haven't, I used to like the Raiders 100 years ago in the old AFL when they had Daryl LaMonica and all those great players. They were fantastic. Those were exciting days, the old AFL, where the scores used to be like 59 to 48, things like that. That was exciting football. But nevertheless, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Wait till we're going to see those billboards in a few weeks, George. Then then we're going to be moving around the corner, right? Then, then we're going to start seeing you. some serious progress. Of course, we might have to postpone those for a while because now that we got all these program changes, you know, all these moving around. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, I sir. I could listen to those mo bits all day long. Yeah. That's Boca Brian's best work. Well, let me ask you, maybe that's an idea for a format. <laughs> all mo, all day. The more we hear, the more we like it. Well, let me let me ask you this. Wouldn't it be cool to set those mo bits to animation? Yeah. That would be funny. Like, I always you picture... Mean, you mean like with a hair, bit, a hair piece flitting from one side to the other? I can see that yeah. happening. Yeah, in cartoons. Like, I always picture Goldie like a little, like, like two foot tall. Yeah. <laughs> and like a big hour, big fat hour. Uh huh. Anyway, um, the, that morning show is an abortion, and I'll tell you why. Go ahead. You know, you know why Mandich does so well? Actually, I just assumed he does well. He does very well. Okay, because two hours is all you need of sports. I mean, that's that's oh. you know. Oh, we finally we finally uh, found somebody out here that understands what life is all about. Oh my God! I mean, listen, I listen to Mandich. I'm not. I'm a, I'm a sports fan, but you know, you get the sports headlines. You get what's going on, you get a few comments here and there, and you're done. And that's yeah. it. You get your sports fix for the day. Mm -hmm. But, you know, incessantly. Well, not only that, but Mad Dog doesn't take it all that seriously. He's an entertainer. He's a hoot. He's irreverent. He's funny as hell. And people love him because of his personality, not because he's sitting there talking about the same sports nerd stuff day after day and dissecting the same game inside and out. What I heard yesterday morning, now that I'm monitoring that morning show coming to work, 
when I heard that Mo had, I don't know if you heard about it, had watched the end of the Hurricanes uh, Ohio State game again on tape over the past weekend, I thought to myself, man, I mean, giving new meaning to that expression, get a life. How how much longer could you possibly beat that into the ground? It, yesterday was the 21st of January. That game was played weeks ago and still rehashing the end of that game in the bad co- interference call? I oh, mean, come God. on. That was so well put. I, I was thinking the same thing. You know, I, even you know, even Gelty, I think, was taken aback and to kind of gave him a little lashing there. How, you, why were you watching that again? Well, let me ask you something. Howard Stern used to do, like, sixes and sevens, didn't he? Sixes and sevens? Howard Stern's got a ten-share. Well, you got ten-share now, but, like, when he first came in... You know, he was doing sixes and sevens when you guys had the old morning show on. Well, I, let me put it to you this way, okay? Very seriously. Howard Stern, Ron and Paul on Zeta, and, uh, and Mo in the morning. You know, people can talk about all the stiff competition there in the morning. There really isn't a lot of competition anymore in the morning in this market. There used to be, back when you had a lot of morning shows, when Sonny Fox was on and Tanner was on and, and even Joey Reynolds was on and Budella. There were eight million different shows with personalities that people knew about. There really isn't that much on in the morning anymore. There's just not like real heavy stiff competition, at least for English language radio. No, just one thing. Hey, Neil, can I make one comment about Mary Molifant? Go ahead. I would just say that th- this whole business is the reason why I think a lot of companies are afraid to hire black people. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, I, no, there's, no, there's no question about that. We had the same situation, I don't want to mention any names, at the WIOD under Paxson. We had a uh, woman working there who was eminently uh, incompetent, and she used to make a point of going around saying, boy, they ever try to get me out of here, I'm going to sue their ass. And they knew it, and they knew it. They knew that once they had hired her, and with her attitude, uh, she had a job for life. And, I mean, that's just unacceptable. Was she on air? No. Oh, uh, you, okay. you would know who it is, uh, nor would I tell you. Have a great day. Thanks. You know who I'm talking about. George knows who I'm talking about. He ain't telling you either. But, I mean, you talk about an attitude. Man, I mean, just hostile. Like, I don't I mean, You used to have to re, uh, redo her work every day. Every day. Every single day, because she didn't have a clue what she was doing. But, hey, don't confuse her with the facts, because she's using her race as a weapon. That's It's just not acceptable. It was the software. Remember, the software was bad. Yeah, soft, I think, is the operative word. Here's North Miami Beach. Hello. Yes, sir. My God. Listen, I've got a question for you. I've heard the numbers now since, I guess, the riots. You've been giving them out or whenever. That's when I was first conscious. Right. And that's when I started listening to you, I guess. You were conscious on Friday? Well, I was 12. <laughs> yeah. No, the riots in Miami, like in the 80s. Oh, the riots. I thought you said the numbers. Yeah. I didn't know what you were talking about. Well, I am talking about the numbers. You've been giving out the numbers for a long time, but I don't really know what they mean. So yeah. I have some questions for you. Well, the, the, for example, if we have, like, let's say, a 6.8, like in the, in the 10 o'clock hour, we have a 6.8 share. That's 6.8% of the people are listening to radio at that time in whatever demographic. We're talking men 25 to 54, which is our demo, that our target demographic. Right. So it's at 6.8% of the people who are listening to radio at that time. Okay. Uh, now, let me ask you a question. What is the minimum number you need? Because, look, there used to be a lot of guys on in the morning, and all those guys made a halfway decent living. And they were doing whatever they had to do to get an audience. And there really isn't anyone on the radio anymore in the morning that makes any sense. Especially as I've gotten older, you know. I mean, I, I used to listen to you. I've been listening to you for 20 years. So as I've gotten older, oh I, my God. I, I listen I listen less for, you know, you, you bring me. I'm just, I'm kind of numb to all of it, you know. It, it's it's like they say, nobody really cares much anymore. Mm-hmm. But, they don't. So So it's easy to be a fan of Howard. Uh, because Howard uh, Stern, 
Oh, Howard Stern. Because he's make a, sure you tell me which Howard you're talking about. He's he's accessible, you know. To me, I'm listen, I'm gonna listen to the radio anyways. Yeah. And now I'm more interested in things like you know women kissing each other yeah. and, and and all the things. That hey, they listen, I don't I don't listen to him, and I have no interest in what he's doing. But I have to tip my head. I mean, uh, he this guy, he's just he's got a cult following out there. I mean, when you got a ten share in just about every major market in the country. Uh, what what can you say negatory? Even though I think he used to be a hell of a lot more entertaining and a lot funnier, but you can't knock him because he's got enormous numbers and he continues doing it. He's very predictable, and predictability is something people like. You know, yeah. that's why we like George. I mean, uh, he's predictably he's there, right. you know, and we love him. Right. But uh, he mumbles in a very predictable way. What's the minimum number you would need to be successful? Someone. What's like, what does Howard David need to get? A life. Well. I understand, and now as I've become... I mean, if he's re-watching, if he's re-watching replays of the Ohio State-Miami game still, I would say a life would be good. But listen, you, you're or on maybe a sports a free radio with, uh, show. New York Prime. Why are you on a sports radio channel? It's because you reach everyone. It's accessible and easy for you. I'm on a sports radio channel because they offered me a lot of money to come over here and do this show, and we've gotten them gigantic numbers for five years, and we make them a lot of money, and that's the reason. You know, if, if this station would stop hanging on to this all sports business uh, all day and say that, and even the slogan pisses me off, you know, I'm in the car listening, all sports radio. We're not all sports radio, sports and entertainment radio. If they would even make that concession, just say sports, and, and they considered that for about ten seconds one day, four or five years ago, and they've never done that. It's, it's almost like we're the black sheep of the family. We don't exist. They just put up with us because we make them so much goddamn money and get big numbers that but they siphon off all day long. It's easy for you to be there. They've made it comfortable. Look, I don't want you to be in this in this town any longer than you have to be. Me either. This place is, is garbage. It is. And, you can and, smell it. But, but <clears throat> maybe Carlos just cut one. What would what would uh, somebody have to do to be considered successful? Because apparently you, you've uh, got to get good numbers, man. You, can't, you can't do twos and numbers, threes. Right? You got to get five, six shares. At least a five, four, or five share uh, would be. I, that's what I would say would be a minimum. So, like, whatever your target demo is, you got to have a four or five share consistently. One rating book doesn't make or break somebody's career, but you have to do it consistently. Well, I mean, anybody can come in. Remember Radio Smegma when they came out with that with the disco stuff, and for like a few months, and I predicted it, and I was right. A few months, that was the rage, you know. And then like a few months later the numbers were in the crapper now they're wmib they even changed the call letters just being you know popular or getting a big number for a month or two means nothing you have they to sustain launched, it they should have launched the disco station when when the when the bg died because there you well that's coming that's out good, I mean, we're starting that right now thank you and have a great day well we're, he, he could have he's probably still talking now i mean he was a nice guy and he's been listening for 100 years which we appreciate but man you know i was never interested in women kissing each other until howard no, and that wasn't the point. He just said he talks about the kind of stuff that you yeah, might be interested in. He's more Why are you so anti-Howard? I'm not anti-Howard. Anybody named Howard you don't like. See, if Howard David would have just changed his name to, like, Ted David, oh, there's already one of those. Or, like, uh, Joe David. There, Joe David. You would probably like him better. You just have this anti-Howard thing. You didn't think that was a silly line? What? Now, you know, from listening to Howard, now I'm more interested in women kissing each other and stuff That's like that. That's not what he said. That's exactly what he, he said. I'm going to the tape up. That was a quote. I don't want to hear it again. Why are you such a... No wonder people dislike you intensely. You, you're such a nitpicker. He was a good guy, so yeah. he made his slip of the tongue. He didn't slip express himself tongue. as articulately as you can, okay? We all appreciate the fine job of mumbling around you do in the summertime. you got good numbers in there compared to the rest of this crap place. And I say that all the time. What's but I mean, to, to continue that? to critique this poor guy, this guy was a nice guy. He's been listening for 100 years, and now, yeah, no, now you're trying to alienate him. 
I'm trying desperately to hang on to anybody. I'm just at the end of a long, long, much too long career. I'm trying to hang on by my thumbs. I'm following a show that's like uh, the test pattern. And you're like knocking my people off there. I want you to apologize to him. See, he won't do it. He won't do it, sir, because he's a prick. Rhymes with spick. He just won't do it. And rhymes with dick, too. Oh, by the way, don't forget Duff Show this weekend. It's 11.57 at 5. We got that noon-to-one comedy, but it's our thank God, because I'm exhausted arguing with you, and I think that other guy who called us right, too. You don't stop talking for a minute. Am I right, Carlos? You're getting worse than uh, Rimmer. Although at least you leave a tip. Pompano Park tonight, baby. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. We've got four live harness racing nights a week, and, boy, they're battling over there now. It's a battle of the egos. Bruce Ranger and Jay, uh, I almost said Jay Sears. Brian Sears. Sorry, Jay, but forget about it. It's great racing. First post time, 7.15 p.m. with free general parking, free admission every afternoon and evening. Don't forget, every Monday night, there's Monday Madness going on. Two for $25 full-course dinner specials at their lavish top-of-the-park restaurant on the sixth floor, where they will not bring any more rolls for fat rich under penalty of death. This Saturday, January 25th, is Family Fun Night starting at 7 p.m. with free miniature horse rides, free popcorn for the kids, free face painting, and a magic show at 7.30 p.m., plus free drawings for kids to be in a mini horse race. There will be live music, a real race horse on display, and trainers talking about equipment racing and answering your questions about harness racing. And when I say free live music, Gary Puckett and the Union Gap will not be at Pompano Park, thank goodness. So come out for an evening of great horse racing action. Root home a winner from the rail. Treat yourself to a private box seat on the fourth floor. Enjoy Ben and Jerry's Hot Fudge Sunday with a slice of Rostella's Pizza. Every Wednesday, like tonight, is Dollar Night at Pompano Park. You can draft your hot dogs with a large pretzel and popcorn, only a buck apiece. Also a great all-you-can-eat buffet in the fourth floor players' lounge. Only ten ninety-five per person every racing night. And don't forget my favorite event, all of South Florida, the free spaghetti dinner at Pompano Park. And another one coming up on Monday, February 3rd in a couple of weeks. Pompano Park with full card simulcasting every day, seven days a week, starting at noon. Lots of action. Don't forget live racing. Seven 7.59 at Pompano Harness on Powerline Road, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard. Live, Live and local. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. This is Dave Goldstein, but you can call me Geldy. Whenever I'm in town, I listen to... Wait a minute, I am in town. It's the 12 to 1 hour. Stop! Jumped in a taxi cab. I said, driver, Central Park. He looked at me so quizzically, I could tell she was in the dark. So I acted out my park charade, and with my arms, the trees I made. Nobody speaks English anymore. <laughs> I went down to Miami Beach where the weather is nice and sunny. I walked into a liquor store, but the guy there talks real funny. I asked him for a pint of whole Jim Beam. He says, no, Antienda. What does that mean? Nobody speaks English anymore. At the corner deli. Hell, I think I'm in Pakistan. Speak English, smelly. Or you can go back to Iran. <laughs> I came here many years ago. Learned my ABC. I don't say muchas gracias, I say pretty please. So get yourself to a classroom quick, you're in America now, stop making me sick. Nobody speaks English anymore. We've asked who wants to marry a multimillionaire and who wants to be a princess. But now, Fox is asking the question that is burning in the minds of everyone. Who wants to f*** 
the Gangsta Rapper. Fox Television, along with BET and Ebony Magazine, present the two-hour extravaganza, Who Wants to F*** a Gangsta Rapper? We've scoured the country to come up with 20 of the most fly, bootylicious biatches, and we're putting them all on one stage. I got what you want, baby. Pick me, and I'll rap your words. You won't want to miss this historic television event featuring performances by OutKast and Master P and hosted by the legendary Suge Knight. Who wants to f*** a gangsta rapper? Coming this November to Fox. The story that rocked Palm Beach in the world. Uncle Ted, dude, throw on some boxer shorts, let's cruise our bar and rage with some babes. Excellent. Power, money, women, and poontang. Uncle Ted, dude, let's use our infamous last names to impress these babes and do the wild thing at the compound. No way, Bill. Yes way, Ted. Powerful. They like to swim naked. William Kennedy Smith and Ted Kennedy in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Part 2, The Next Genitalia. Excellent! Coming soon to appear to near you. Rated X for excellent. hands waving at me. Nothing but blue hands. So nice, now I'll have to lower my asking price. Nothing but containers lying on beds, all of them weird, all of them dead. Yes, blue hands waving bye bye, going to Syria's, Syria's we die. Just do it. Best deal. 
And don't forget, next Wednesday, we're going to be doing this 9 to 10 a.m. And then if that works out real good, maybe like uh, every day, 9 to 10 a.m. Huh? Carl, Look at Carlos. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, see, no matter what I say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. kick off the new year with a brand new mattress for you and your back from our good, close, personal paisans at Dial a Mattress. What a smart way to shop. I mean, a lot of things, you got to go someplace and get it. But with Dial a Mattress, you don't go anywhere except right to your phone. You pick that thing up, you take a look at it, you stick your finger in it, and the phone, too. And call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. You'll be talking to somebody who really knows bedding inside and out, upside and down. And you'll pick out the perfect bed for you and your back when you talk to these people. The top brand names ever. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, and King Coyle. Maybe even Joe Millionaire would like one of those. Uh, let's buy one for him. What do you say? No. No. Anyway, they got the perfect bed for you and your back, like I said. No bait and switch. They got exactly what you're looking for in stock, and they'll deliver it to you. An unbelievable deal exactly when you want. You pick the two-hour window, like noon to two, one to three, two to four, any day of the week, seven days a week. They pride themselves on their 99% on-time record, which is just one of many reasons why they're ranked number one for overall customer satisfaction. I've been sleeping on a dollar mattress for a long time. Miguel is uh, doing something on it right now, and George is sleeping on one, too. Do you pay for yours? Yes. Well, I think Miguel got his free. Well, he looks better than we do. Call 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Do yourself and your back a big favor. Get you a great name brand mattress at an unbeatable price from our friends at Dial-A-Mattress. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QA2AM. Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs. They don't come any better than Neil Rogers. Uh, good morning, Bob and Tom Show. Hey, Bob and Tom Show USA. It's me, Larry King. Oh, hi, Larry. <laughs> good morning, everyone. Good morning. Well, gang, whenever I get a couple of snifters of brandy and a tab of acid in me, I like to call you kids up. <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> 
little thing. It's called People, News, and Views by Larry King. It's Random Thoughts. Let's go. My impression of every Jewish holiday, and I should know. They tried to kill us. We won. Let's eat. <laughs> I am utterly thrilled about Liza Minnelli's impending wedding. Because even loud, scary pillheads deserve some happiness. She is a loud, scary pillhead. Oh, isn't she? And God knows Liza is a force of nature. You know, she's like a tornado with flopping grandma boobs. <laughs> oh, savor that line. That's a beautiful thing. She sings like someone strangling a cat and trials on more makeup than a softball team of whores. <laughs> That's, a little rough. That's a little harsh. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, if there's anything more dashing and romantic than a submarine putting out to sea, I don't know what it is. It warms the blood and fires the imagination. Imagine a hundred men go down, fifty couples come back. <laughs> <laughs> Love is a sweaty, splendid thing. <laughs> hey, portfolio watchers, WorldCom's long-distance phone division has announced a new plan. Things must be looking up. Six cents any time of the day. Oh, hold on. That's the price of their stock. As the children of Ted Williams, you know, come closer to an agreement over whether the body of their dad's going to remain frozen, the folks at the uh, facility holding Ted in the giant uh, frozen vat are treating the baseball great cylinder with the utmost respect. You know what they printed on the outside of his tank? No. No pepper. <laughs> you don't succeed, then skydiving really isn't for you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Jackson's back in the news, kids. Did you hear he uh, met recently with Yasser Arafat? Mm. Oh, yeah, you talk about different icons. One has exploited his own people. There's a worn-out message and a scandalous past. The other is the leader of the PLO. <laughs> <laughs> considered a Catholic clergy's favorite biblical character, a very young Peter. <laughs> Hello. Arthur Mellon, the creator of the Frisbee, died last week at the age of 77. The funeral arrangements reflecting the man's life and his work, in fact, the body is still lying in state on his neighbor's rooftop. <laughs> you with one more. Oh, Please, All I'll right. get the band ready for this one. Did uh, you see the Dynasty star actress Joan Collins is married for the fifth time? Oh, yeah. All the wedding had all the traditional stuff. By the way, the something blue was her vagina. Would you dance if I asked you to dance? Uh huh. Just for fun, would you hop on my back? Yes. Darling, please make me feel fine. Would you invade my hole tonight? 
Would you tremble if I touched your lips? Would you laugh if I humped your hips? <laughs> Now I just die if you did the thing I love by invading my whole rectum. She's now my wife And I think my son may know it's true He's my nephew too Well, my daddy is my Uncle Joe My mother is my dear Aunt Chloe It is very plain to see My first cousin is me
whole celebration And they're all out on the street See them on the sidewalk Or we hear them shuffling feet There's 20,000 assholes Doing asshole promenade Step aside, good people There's the assholes on parade Got the assholes for freedom, the assholes for fun, the assholes for Jesus, and the assholes for guns, the assholes for justice, the assholes for crime, the assholes for assholes, the assholes for all time. Money. They're making all the rules, taking all our jobs, and they're filling up our schools. Assholes on the water, assholes in the sky. Sign that says help wanted, only assholes need to fly. Oh, teacher, won't you tell me? Six past noon at 560 WQM. Delights of West Boca is a delight. It's a machaya to shop there because, especially if you're on a low uh, carb or low sugar diet, everything in the store is dedicated just to you. There's no stuff in the store anywhere. You can scour it and you won't find anything that's high, high in carbohydrates. So if you're on the Atkins or any similar diet, this is a wonderful place to shop. Over 600 delicious low carb food products. And this week, be sure and try their new Enchantment Low Carb Cookies in six delicious flavors, only one to two carbs per cookie. You'll be in snack heaven. So whether it's Carbolite ice cream, breads, chips, muffins, cheesecakes, pasta, and sauces, Delights of West Boca is the place you're going to love shopping in. And don't forget, anything I got in the store, you can try it before you buy it. They have a staff of people that really know their stuff inside and out, and they're open every day, seven days a week from 10 to 10. They carry the most complete line of Atkins brand products in the world, always 25% off today. Next, so a week from Easter, all day, every day. And, of course, everybody and their brother is jumping on the Atkins Dive bandwagon because, guess what? It works. Head for the number one low-carb, sugar-free store in the world, Delights of West Boca. You'll find them on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next to Boston Market. 
or call them toll-free at 1-877-LOW-CARB. Find them on the web at lowcarb.com. Don't forget there's only one Delights of West Boca at B, your official Atkins Retail Center. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QA, This is the Neil Rogers Show. Get out of there, beast. This is your brain. There's food in the building. The beast is in the doorway. Get out. Any questions? Other stations give you money. Other stations give you cars. But when times are tough, this station gives you what counts. Because this station is going to give you a job. A job in radio. A job at this station. A job is our new morning disc jockey. Morning drive. That's right. We're going to toss our morning guy out. On his butt. And he doesn't even know it. He's not even listening. We told him to play this promo, and he played it like a moron. A moron. So his loss is your game. Just be listening. And when you hear this sound... Be the pinch caller. And come Monday morning, you're on the air. Winner will assume all current responsibilities of morning drive personality at a substantially reduced salary in addition to responsibilities of all janitorial, clerical, and maintenance staff. The guy who's on is out. You are in. Keep listening to win. Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story, we take a good, hard, stiff look into stardom. In 1984, Bob Geldof had a dream to raise money for famine-stricken Africa. Soon, he got a pile of egomaniacal musicians to care about something other than themselves for ten minutes. And they created a nauseating ballad that got played so many times, we all practically hemorrhaged. They were Band-Aid. I remember saying to Mr. Geldof, Bob, I see what you are trying to do, but why such an insipid pussy little song. Zimbabwe's president, Robert Mugabe. I mean, there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time? Duh! And then that idiot Bono saying, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you? Thanks, Bono. See if I ever give you a bag of grain. Clearly, Africa could think of better ways to be helped than by a bunch of losers with bad hair. But for the stars, the recording session truly was about love and helping the world's unfortunate. Hey! Can one of you wankers from Spandau Ballet get me another Evian water? Oh, f Simon Le Bon. Why don't you ask the f***ing Eurythmics? Duh, eat me, okay? I thought the bloody Human League was in charge of the Evian water. Okay, so I was working as a waitress in the cocktail bar. That much is true. Tonight, you'll also see shocking footage of what happened when George Michael, Boy George, and Frankie Goes to Hollywood all went to the men's room together. <laughs> Band-Aid. They tried to make it about charity. But hey, they're f***ing rock stars. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business. Tonight, on Inside the Behind. Tim McVeigh. He's on trial for that fateful day. I am sure he's guilty as O.J. Do you believe in Tim McVeigh? No. Dave Koresh thought he'd stand up to the IRS. Janet Reno and the ATF. He took a beating in the press. Why'd he place that bomb and cause? So much strife Will he get the 
560. Now, where did this uh, chow come from today? These are little tiny pizzas. Man, these are some of the best things I've had. And here you go, force-feeding me again, although I do like them. And they're pure carbohydrates. They're from Southwest Airlines. And? And they're Red Baron pizzas. And they're Have you promoting. ever flown Southwest Airlines? I haven't. I hear they're great, and their uh, stock was doing better most of the other airlines, and everybody raves about it. I never flew them. Because I don't usually fly to, like, Immokalee. You know, I mean, if you want to go like anywhere more than 10 miles away, you have to make about five stops. But they're great Southwest Airlines. they got a great track record. And what was it, Southwest and who else? And Red Baron's Pizza. And they're Red promoting Baron's some Pizza. party. And what? They're promoting Cas... What is it? Casparola's party. But who were these brought here for? Do we know? Who were they brought in here for? Right. Who did pa they bring them to? Power. Oh! You mean they weren't brought here specifically for me? Better spit them out. Oh! Better yeah! Oh, spoosle, You're going to induce vomiting. Man. <laughs> One thing about us on this show, we'll eat free food no matter who it's brought for. Even if it's specifically mentioned, no committee to us. <laughs> Too bad. 22 before 1 at 560 WQM. I'll tell you some other folks who got the same great free uh, kind of happy-go-lucky attitude as we got. And that's Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto down there at Hallett Pontiac in South Dade on the old Dixie Highway, man. That's right, 13401 South Dixie Highway to be exact on US-1, right across from the prestigious falls where they've been treating people great for over 35 years. So unlike those 80 trillion businesses we talked about the last several days on the show, which have come and gone, Hallett Pontiac is still there in that same unbeatable location, treating you great. In fact, right now they're buried because the factory has sent them so many cars, they got no place to stick them. 
Even Tom Lehman had to park cars in his driveway. He knows where to stick it, and they need to place one in yours, too. Hell, it's blowing out all the new vehicles, regardless of profit, including the Pontiac Vibe, starting at only 13998 and up to five grand off every uh, GMC Envoy in stock. Plus, get 0% financing or up to a $3,000 rebate. As always at Hallett, they've got a tremendous, a humongous, a gigantic selection of dependable used cars and trucks and SUVs. And if every other car dealer in the universe has turned you down for credit, this is the place to turn. In fact, you should probably go there first because you can depend on getting a deal cut no matter how bad your credit is at the one and only Hallett Pontiac in South Dave. Don't forget right now it's the Winter Blizzard Emergency Clearance Sale going on as I speak. Open seven days a week at Hallett. And, of course, you'll save even more than usual if you mention the Neil Rogers Show when you stop in. Call them right now. The Neil Rogers Neil Deal Hotline toll free at one 1-888-534-4211. You'll love doing business with these great folks at Hamlet Pontiac GMC, who really do be professional grades. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Rogers, guys. Well, where, oh, where can that Twinkie be, said Miss Monica Lewinsky. I got to reach it, but it's fallen too far. Probably what she was doing when she flipped her car. Well, she banged her head on the steering wheel, not the usual way we feel. Sign on the road said straight ahead. Rest stop was near, she would soon be fed. Gave it some gas and swerved to the right. Heading for the fast food light. She lost control, the car it flew, and landed next to the drive through. Well, poor old Monica Lewinsky crashed her car cause she was hungry. But she's in luck, her career's not dead. Her mouth did not get injured, she can still give head. Alright! Like to play with balls? Yeah! Do your balls feel a little flat sometimes? Yeah! Do you want to play with good quality balls? Yeah! Then there's only one place for you. Bill's Balls! Yes, Bill's Balls, the home of the best balls in town. I saw Bill's Balls from the highway, and I just had to stop in. And boy, was I satisfied. I was so impressed with Bill's Balls. I took my whole family to see him. I stopped by Bill's Balls yesterday, and I played with Bill's Balls right there on the spot. Yes, all that we ask is that you come and see Bill's Balls once. Once you've seen Bill's Balls, you'll never look at balls the same way again. Now at two great locations, Quail Springs and Penn Square Mall. You're a political whore. You're a political whore. When people ask me who, I would like to screw. Now that I'm a political whore. 
That just came out. By the way, they're great, the Bloodhound Gang. How come we don't hear any more about them? Hey, Mo. I guess that was it. What do you mean that was it? They're great. What section do you sit in so I can come down and shake your thing before I leave for vacation? Oh, I don't know if I want to shake your thing or have you shake mine. Why don't these people just leave me alone? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I mean, there are nice people that like sit in my and come up, but that's fine. I'm not like some kind of a hermit, but I mean, don't come down and shake my thing. Unless I unless I look at you, and I'm already have that if he happens to be sitting in my section, uh, he can come and shake my thing, and I'll be happy to shake his in return. By the way, that food, that little little tiny pizzas, they're kind of like bagel bites. Right. Only better. Right, because they're like on little... Yeah, because the bagel muffins. bites are like on little hard bagelettes, you know? These but this soft, stuff was like soft and... Pizza crust. Mm, pure carbohydrates. Probably my blood sugar by now is about, what, 725? And John Jarrah said there's more of it. <laughs> what? I didn't have more than, what, eight or nine of those? Right. They're the size of your thumb. Well. <laughs> hey, speaking of good food, we had lunch yesterday from our good friends at Flores. Man, it goes to show you. 
The great people, they stick around forever. The other ones, they, you know, even if they were pretty good, they go by the wayside. Flores has been there for, what, about 600 years? Just off the corner of 79th Street and Biscayne Boulevard, just a couple of blocks east there in North Dade, in Central Dade, whatever you call that place. A lot of people have a lot of names for that place. But the fact of the matter is Flores is still there. That's right. Everything that comes out of Flores Kitchen is made fresh to order, from the homemade dough for delicious pizza and the garlic rolls to the fabulous sauces made fresh, never from a can. You could sure taste that yesterday when they brought us all that good stuff. They brought us pasta and veal and chicken and all kinds of other good stuff, even some stuff I had ordered, P.D. Lenny, you idiot. Great pasta specials at Flores every night. The pizza specials are amazing. Only eleven ninety nine for a large cheese pizza with a dozen garlic rolls and a half a dozen, that is, and a liter of soda. Thirteen ninety nine gives you large cheese pie, a liter of soda, and six chicken wings. Try the homemade meat lasagna just oozing with melted cheese. Let me say it again. It's oozing. It's fun. The food is great. And, of course, they got all kinds of stuff, to, uh, game, games for the kids to play while you're eating. You'll love the casual come as you are atmosphere, too, at Flores. Open every day, seven days a week. For lunch, dinner, parties, and catering, call Flores at 305-758-5351, 305-758-5351, or eat right there. Stuff it in your puss at Flores at 79th Street, just two blocks east of Biscayne Boulevard, and come see why the Herald called Flores one of the great Italian restaurants in town. Calls Flores Pizza, and be sure and tell them that Neil uh, sent you by. They deliver to Quayside, the Cricket Club, the Jockey Club, Miami Shores, as far south on Biscayne to 34th Street, north to 135th Street, west to northwest 12th Avenue. You got that all down? Good. And east of Collins Avenue at 71st Street, too. Call Flores tonight. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. What was that? What just happened there? Okay, it was supposed to be rejoined. Yeah. But it was just a drop. All I heard was... Yes. 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 Greg hates you. <laughs> This morning, trying to do the math, I figured out it's been like a year and a half since we saw Tony, Carmella, and the gang. I missed the bada bing and all of the mob slang. Woke up this morning, happy they're all back. I wonder who will be the first guy to get whacked. I'm thinking Junior or Polly Walnuts. While eating Satrielli cheese and fresh cold cuts. Well, the new season's here and moving right along by half past nine. My head was going ding dong. Chris is shooting heroin right between his toes. Can't believe how much I miss the violence and the hoes. Tony's got a money plan. Polly Walnuts in the can. The FBI has got a mole. Will the pressure take its toll? Adriana doesn't know. Carmella's wanting Furio. Wonder where it all will go. Sunday's on HBO. And now a message from the Bob and Tom Pet Care Company. Here, Figsy. Come here, boy. Good boy. Whoa. Hey, Dad. Figsy's breath really stinks. Oh, I know, Sam. Oh. It smells like Figsy's been eating his own poop again. Oh. Gee, if only they made something to make his breath smell better. Sorry, Figs. We'll have to play Frisbee some other time. You're just like a furry turd. <laughs> 
sound familiar? Does your dog love to dine on his own dog logs? Cleaning his breath smelling like a stopped-up commode. Well, have we got the answer for you. It's a peppermint-flavored lozenge made especially for dogs like yours. Introducing new Extra Mint. Here, Figsy. <laughs> Golly, that is some bad breath. Here, Figsy, try one of these new excrements. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, what a difference, huh, Dad? You bet, Sam. Figsy's face may be covered in his own feces, oh, but his breath is minty fresh. <laughs> Hey, Dad, look. Figsy's licking his crotch again. Do you think his breath is still fresh? <laughs> we'll never know, son. Oh, God. We'll never know. Hey, Sam, you know why a dog licks his own? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he can. I've heard it a million times. Extra Mix. today. <laughs> New on Fox, from the producer of Bachelorettes in Alaska. Oh, my goodness. It's Bachelorettes in prison. Hey, yo, baby, come on over here and check out my tattoo. Can I get a manicure in this place? I'm just somebody's got a nail file. Bachelorettes in prison. This place is so clean, except for the smell of urine. Bill Clinton in sex therapy after a secret orgy with bevy of young models. Privatized bombshell report forces Hillary to take action. The ice princess, there she is, the old ice queen. Man, and believe me, this old queen knows exactly what he's talking about. 510 votes on a full bot. Tell you, this was uh, painless. Just keep that carbohydrates in here, man. I feel like I said that. And he's bringing more of that great pizza in. Thanks again to our good friends down the hall at Power 96. And by the way, your music still sucks. But thanks very much. We like you a lot. Even though they don't talk to us very much because we're, we're a bunch of schleppers on AM, you know? They had this big book. And John Jarvis is okay. He's a good guy. But the rest of them down there, they wouldn't even look. They wouldn't spit on the best part of us, okay, if they could find it. So here's the uh, result in the poll so far. Not, not the tremendous response we had yesterday, of course, because this is a little bit more cerebral than the thing we had on here yesterday. Plus, we don't have Duff Lindsay's new penis uh, talk show. Probably should have put penis. that on there. Anyway, what's your take on Broward election supervisor Miriam Elephant? Oliphant, she's totally incompetent, should be fired, 75.1%, 385 out of 512, 75% plus, fire her ass. Who is Miriam Oliphant, 85? She's the victim of a racist campaign, 31. She's doing a good job, 11. So 6% says she's the victim of a racist campaign, to which we say, (laughs) sure, sure. So next Wednesday, don't forget, mark this down on your calendar, right? You think it's going to work? Comedy Bits Hour, 9 to 10. Works for me. And then, like, then we're gonna go home, and then we'll come back for about 15 minutes till two, huh? Hey, listen, it'll work for us. It'll be great. Anyway, congratulations to the Mad Dog Jim Maddich, who I noticed just ignores when we sent him in those great numbers he had. He had a six-three and a six-three. They were big numbers, oh! and he's consistent too. Oh! He's coming up next to Humper from the West Coast Panthers and the Ottawa Senators tonight at the Mac Arena. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I love eating nuts. You're gay.